Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Last we met, you had secured the proper mandrake route to bring back and help cure or abet the sickness infecting the villagers of Mandrake. You had also convinced Mandrake the satyr to accompany you. You hotly debated whether you should give Orlin's mask to the general before your interviews to try and gain his trust. But you never settled on a plan before you decided to rest for that night at the same outcropping of stone as a few days prior. You recognized the tumble pieces of the ancient uh, statue that you had seen before. Scarlet attempted to find her engravings from before, but alas, the large head was too covered in graffiti. Though, alongside Kiron, uh, she was able to discern that a group of individuals had camped here the night before. The party, exhausted from their journey, told her to pay no mind for whoever they are, they, may, they have moved on. As the night crept over you all, your watches began. It was during Wiswick's watch with Curon that they noticed in the distance a fire blazing. They debated for a while about what to do exactly. Um, they were sure that it was not a campfire, but a structural fire. Wiswick demanded to check out the situation. He had first told Curon he was going to go, which Curon uh, attempted to stop him from doing at first. But shortly afterwards, Wiswick had decided to wake the whole of the party uh, to bring to the, uh, the campfire before uh, Brooding Rogue could get her long rest. Um, <clears throat> the beleaguered, a lot of you, tired and aching, snuck through the thin forestry toward the fire to discover a farmhouse ablaze and a cart full of supplies and bandits heading away from the farm. <clears throat> Scarlet stopped Cow. Uh, as he started to draw his rapier, ready to charge into the fray. And as you watch these bandits march off uh, to the east, um, shortly after, a woman ran out from around the burning farmhouse. And before you could, before you could leap forward to aid her, an arrow <laughs> flew through the air and pierced her in the back. And she dropped to the ground. You will notice two um, <clears throat> bandits approaching. Oh, wow. Thank you for all those. Wow. Those sub gifts. Holy crap. Thank you. I, lo I looked over because I thought like something went wrong in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, anonymous gifter. Uh, <laughs> as the woman fell to the ground, before you could run, rush forward, you saw, saw two bandits approach from the same place she came from. One was larger with a great axe, and the other um, <clears throat> was a thinner man, uh, thinner man with a long bow. They were laughing as they approached her body. Shortly after, an older gentleman came stumbling out of the flames of the fire, coughing wildly as he collapsed down to the ground, still alive and trying to regain his breath. The bandits slowly stalked around him uh, <clears throat> like wolves for their prey as the larger bandit approached. Before he lifted up his great axe, and before he could drop it into the skull of this old man, 
A fine rapier went crushing through the back of his skull and out from his nose as Cal had charged forward and attempted to save this gentleman uh, with a uh, with a stealth kill. So it, the the bandit went down um, immediately. Subsequently, within the, the same few moments, both uh, both Timber and Scarlet threw out da- uh, Scarlet threw out her dagger, and Timber threw out his new kunai weapon um, that he had gained earlier in the day um, from a mysterious vision he had with the the black owl that he had seen in a previous vision where he fought uh, a shadowy figure of himself um, but these two blades flung through the air and pierced the neck of the other uh, the other <clears throat> bandit dropping them to the ground he quickly taken care of these bandits bandits and Swift came forward to attempt to stabilize the woman and, and, and heal the man. Curon had stayed behind with uh, Mandrick at the cart to make sure that no one that he didn't bolt off out of fear. Who knows what they talked about? Um, <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but we can they probably talked about uh, humans. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I could easily imagine that. Um, <laughs> next, uh, you got out of the old man that his son was still inside the building. Cal it, immediately, without, without any question, drew his cloak before him, ready to dash into the flames before Scarlet stopped him to to essentially say, you'll die if you go in there. And <clears throat> I hate to interrupt, but it was a cape, not a cloak. I don't want cloaks. True. That is a good point. <laughs> Cal does not wear cloaks. Still reference book on cape. Reference his book on cape. Uh, <laughs> there are no robes or uh, cloaks on Cal. Uh, his not fireproof cloak. Co- uh, cape. This is like generals and lords. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, Brackens and brackens. Yeah. Scarlet dashed in as she was resistant to fire, but <clears throat> she needed to find this young, this young boy. Um, and looking through, there was too much smoke and fire for her to find him too easily. She sustained quite a bit of fire damage, even for um, someone of her origin. She eventually found a ladder that she climbed up and collapsed as she climbed it. She leapt up and she found the, the young boy co- collapsed underneath a um, fallen beam. It took most of her energy, but she was able to, after a while, lift this beam over and drag the, the boy out. With no ladder, she leapt down. And stumped and landed on her, her back, trying to protect the boy from taking any damage. And then she dragged him out and collapsed herself um, uh, on the ground with bouts of flame coming off of her, her body and her lava genasi skin cracked and erupted. Um, <clears throat> you did what you could to resurrect the boy, which included, uh, I believe, Wiswick. Uh, Wiswick, you used a healing potion on him. Yep. Yep. That's right. A healing potion on which stabilized the boy and kept prevented him from dying. Um, and uh, quietly and stoically, you brought them back towards the road, towards Curon and Mandrick, who brought the cart down to meet you halfway. You emptied the crate of, of Mandrick, uh, Mandrake Root <laughs> um, and put them into the cart and stacked all the Mandrake Root around them to try to salvage as much of your yield as you could. Uh, Wiswick also put some in his, as much as he could into his own and retrieved his 
Taka finding from the uh, from the crate. Um, and uh, Kiron did what he could to to heal these individuals up as much, much as he could, um, bringing them more peace and less uh, scarring from the, the flames. You spoke with the old man who. Uh, what you, most of what you could get is that these bandits have been more active uh, in the last week or so, um, likely due to the decline in, uh, in guards. Um, and that uh, although you couldn't save his home, you were able to save his field. He was distraught at not having a home, but he was pleased to know he still had his family and his means of, of food and income. You brought him back and him and his family back to Imagine Set. Um, as you approach the gates, you cast invisibility on um, Mandric so that he would not be seen as you brought him to the arch, uh, brought him to the Druidess, Wyla. Um, you also had a brief discussion, which I'm not sure you came to a final conclusion about what to do with the mask, whether or not you were going to give it to Aldrich. <clears throat> um, you brought what you could over to uh, to the uh, Circle of Ash, to the Druidus Wyla and, um, and McClear. McClear seemed much more quiet and glo gloomy than he had previously, um, as the situation seems to have not gone any better. Um, Wyla immediately began prepping the, the potions that evening. Curon stayed behind for an hour or two as the rest went off to to uh, find their rest for the evening. After Cal rushed to his room and slammed his door, trying to sleep, likely brooding by the window, uh, Wiswick retired to his, his room to, uh, to study what he could. Um, he sent his familiar off to the general to alert him that you had returned within the timeline that he asked. Um, Scarlet and Timber retired to their room to have a brief conversation that included some backstory reveals. Scarlet spoke to Timber about this not being the first time she's pulled someone from a burning building, as she revealed to him that the reason that she is seeking uh, this organization that her and Timber have mutual interest in um, is because they've taken her. Uh, twin brother, Reese, uh, who's a Janasi like her, and um, that she recalled pulling him from burning building and losing him to this mysterious organization. Similarly, uh, <clears throat> Timber spoke to Scarlet about his little one that had been taken as well, or not taken, uh, that had, that was, he was unsure of how she was. Um, you all attempted to find some rest stoically after what was a successful mission, um, but ultimately there was some loss in the end there. And now we will start the session, um, unless there's anything anyone wanted to do the night before uh, with the next morning as you each awake. What would you all like to do? I'll do some calisthenics, please. Naturally. <clears throat> um, but but you know, kind of slowly as I'm uh, as I'm reading my book on languages. 
Mm, yes. You know, like I have the book here and I'm doing sit-ups or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Just, I can absolutely see that from Cal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what would the rest of you like to do? I think Wiswick's going to sleep in, trying to work off that exhaustion. Oh, yeah. Um, Scarlet Timber. Yeah, this is the next morning. It's not the night prior. I'm okay. going to sleep in a little bit. I have no desire to get up. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so, Kieran, um, you would have been long awake by this point um, as you yep. hear some scratching at your door. Kieran uh, opens the door, kind of poking his head out. Hello, Tim. He opens the door more. Come, come in, please. Um, how are you this morn? Oh, are you your dog form or wolf? Yeah, he is. He is dog form. Okay. You're disgusting. <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. Um, last night I had helped start things, but they can always use more assistance, I'm sure. Uh, I would assume Mandrick has some experience working under the Archdruid, and Wayla, as well being a Druidess, I think it is like uh, part of their class. One moment. Hold up, Alex. Your uh, audio input isn't right. Yeah, this yeah, the we chat says they can't hear you. <laughs> uh catch to catch chat up timber uh went to uh <clears throat> over to kiran's room as a wolf scratched on the door came inside can you guys hear me now hello yes hello i, oh, I just dropped what you know my kid's name and you guys didn't hear it you won't hear it again <laughs> so, <laughs> so. You're back. looks like they can hear you now um thank anyways. you chat for uh helping yeah, us out there i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, they know how to do alchemy. Uh, Sean, when I left them last night, I guess what was the state when Kiran left um, the Druidus yeah. and Mandrake? Thank you, Chad. So essentially, uh, where you left it, they were prepping all of the uh, Mandrake route to be used the next day. So, from what you can surmise, they have a um, a certain level of alchemical experience right. and that they were probably going to be brewing today um, as they were preparing all of the ingredients the night before. Um, they were preparing 
but I don't know if they've started the actual process yet. If you believe that you can be of more assistance to them, then we, of course we should head over now. I believe I can. Let us go over now. Before something else arises. Um, and um, wolf form and and lead away. out of the room away, as Kiron put it. Stefan. But, uh, no, never mind. Sean, now you're muted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. I, I pressed the mute button. Uh, sorry. Perfection. All right, so you guys are... We're the, you know, the absolute best. Uh, <laughs> um, Kiron and, and uh, Timber, you're going to go alone. You're not going to go with anyone else. I'm going with Q. Oh, uh, I thought yeah, was, we're going together. Yeah, we're going together. We're best friends. What is, okay, yeah. just just checking, just making yeah. sure. Are you questioning making our sure. friendship? <laughs> just making sure you're not going to tell anyone where you're going. Oh my god, God is questioning <laughs> our friendship. All right, maybe, All maybe right. as we're leaving, uh, Kieran would be like, you know, I don't think Scarlet likes it when we just disappear without telling her. Ah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you see a little smirk go across uh... a... <laughs> it's like that dog, dog <laughs> smile when they're panting heavily. <laughs> yeah. Just a, little, um, just a little one, and then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so as you are um, uh, leaving the uh, Lord Harrington's Hall, you do notice um, when you step through the, uh, the Great Hall, um, it's quiet. There's little to no one there. Um, there's maybe one servant who's just sort of quietly bringing a tray of um, a few eggs and bacon to the main Great Hall table, where you do see, um, sitting there alone, uh, uh, looking quite tired, is actually Lord Harrison. Um, so this is the first time you've really seen him since the execution of the Archdruid Orlin. Um, he seems pretty harried, uh, but uh, you just see him as you're leaving. Easy enough to get over to the uh, the circle of the ash. Um, <clears throat> when you approach uh, the the uh, druids hall, the doors are open. Um, you can easily enough walk in. Um, it seems as though they're keeping the doors open to cause some sort of cross breeze to cool to keep it cool because there's a lot of patients in there, high fevers. Um, as uh, you notice, uh, McClear um, and a few other. Uh, um, not sick villagers are coming to each of them, giving them water, trying to get them to eat. Um, you, Kiron, uh, you would know that the Archdruidus is probably in, or the Druidus, she's not the Archdruidus. Yeah. The Druidus is in the, uh, probably in the back, starting to prepare the uh, potion. So you can easily enough go there if you don't want to check on anything in here. Might just wave to McClear, but otherwise heading back to get Timber to his alchemical mm -hmm. goods. Absolutely. Um, Claire gives you a very solemn nod, um, very different from his usual, uh, <laughs> but, uh, my friends. But uh, uh, you get to the back and you find the uh, Druidus is sort of portioning out um, magic root with other ingredients um, to start uh, working on the potion, the, uh, the brew. What would you like to do? She doesn't notice you when you walk in. Um, her back is to you. Ah, Wyla, everything proceeding okay this morning? I, uh, oh, 
Uh, Kieran, and you brought uh, timber. Good, good. I uh, I've been preparing what we have, um, but I'm happy to see timber here uh, since this was part of his idea. I'd like some assistance from him in uh, concocting this potion. Since he seems to have alchemical knowledge. He's a smart dog, indeed. As she <laughs> kneels down and, and scratches behind uh, Timber's ears as she gives him these compliments. What do you say, good boy? All right. Well, it would be better if you had hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so are we like out in the open? No, you're in the back. Oh, okay. And <laughs> then, then I'll, I'll I'll turn into a hybrid. Okay. Um. Actually, for this, I'll yeah yeah to turn into hybrid. Okay. You you know I don't like public places. Is this is this is this okay? Are anybody going to come in here? And you see, uh, out of the corner of the room, uh, Mandrick. Uh, comes comes out of the corner, coming out of an invisibility, uh, and just says, "I believe I believe this is uh, a secure location. I feel much safer here." Good. Then we shall set up here. Um, okay. And I start shuffling around for uh, alchemy equipment mm -hmm. and preparing that. Okay. Um, so, do you want to? How much time do you want to spend helping with the, uh, helping Lila? Um, a long time. Probably. Smiley, pretty much as much as possible. As much as possible until either summoned or pulled away. Um, okay. I will ask probably either you or Kuran to deliver the potions. I don't think the patients will approve of my appearance. Oh, well, of course. I mean, some of them have seen you before, but others are just villagers. So... I think I, that is nice. Could. It's up to you. No, no. You're the expert at brewing, I think. I'm not. I'm putting a lot of faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be much help with the beakers and the whatnot, so I'll deliver the goods. I have a fairly good bedside Bedside man. I think that is, I think that is wise. Timber and I will brew, and Curon, you will assist the well and McClear administering potion. Um, all right. So, what I, I want you to do, Timber, um, is essentially for a first batch of this. I would like you to like the test batch to make sure it's good or it works and whatnot. I'd like you to give me a alchemy kit check um, okay. with advantage because Wyla is helping you. Got it. You mean you can uh, use your? Never mind. You mean what? You uh, can use your Gwyn burner to get the uh, extra plus one. Okay. Um... Oh my god, I got a nat 20, so. <laughs> so I got, right. a, I got a dirty 20 and then a nat 20, so. <laughs> Do with that what you would like. Okay. okay. So over the course of the first hour, you work with Wyla to brew a large portion of this, uh, this Mandrake potion. Um, 
you give it to uh, Curon to go in and administer it uh, alongside Clear and to report back how it'll take a little while for the potions to actually affect the individuals to show any signs of, of helping them. Um, but uh, Curon goes and gives out with the rest a batch to the first group of civilians. Um, and uh, I'd say an hour later, so this is two hours that this takes and hold to test it. The um, the village just start to show signs of of um, the uh, the sickness alleviating. The fevers go down. They start to be able to hold down food, um, and they're uh, they're still sick, but it's significantly better, and it gives them it's giving them a fighting chance as opposed to just sort of this maintenance, this life support level that Wyla had them at. Um, so you can take another hour to make a um, a full. Uh, a batch that'll be large enough for the rest of the uh, the sick. I'm not going to make you do an alchemical check because you got that net 20. Um, if you hadn't, I would make you do it because you weren't. You'd have to perfect the recipe, but you perfected the recipe. <laughs> um, um, I yes. would also like to say if I make a lot extra, if I can snag a couple or more for our own uses. Sure, I, I'd say, um, I'll say give me an alchemy check for this, um, just to see how, you know, if you're successful at making extra. Sure. I mean, there's an abundance of, oh, do I get an advantage on this one? <laughs> uh, I'd say, yeah, because she's, hel okay. she's helping you the entire time with making it. You just, this is more about you making sure you're putting in enough to make extra and at the right proportions. <laughs> I, I you're using this. your box too, right? I uh okay this is uh hold on um, <laughs> uh this is a 12 okay <laughs> i rolled a net one and a <laughs> well it's a good thing you had that advantage because <laughs> in that one you ruin the whole potion it actually kills all of them oh my uh, god <laughs> we have to leave magic set now <laughs> um I'd say you're you're successful at making extra. You're successful at making. Um, <clears throat> I would say the twelve. I'd say four doses. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, is I will stop over at the rest of you since this has taken roughly three hours of time for them to do this. So the other three yeah. of you, what would you like to do? Yeah, so once I finish my calisthenics and reading, um, which I'd imagine actually doesn't take like that long, to be honest with you. Like it my routine's probably not more than like forty five minutes to an hour. Um so I'd like to get dressed and go downstairs to okay. uh see what I can find for breakfast, but also see if the Lord's in town. Okay. Um so <clears throat> When you wake up and you come out of your room, um, you would notice as you came downstairs, because I imagine this wouldn't be much longer after Timber and Kiran left. Yeah. Uh, you would notice the, um, you'd come down into the, the main hall. It would be very dark other than light coming in from sort of the, some skylights. Um, <clears throat> and the Lord is sitting there uh, finishing up his breakfast, you know, very tired looking um unkempt his beard is very wiry and sticking out hair a bit um uh, ragged 
I'd like to uh, walk over and politely bow and uh, say, uh, good morning, my lord. He kind of ignores you at first, sort of with a thousand yard stare, and then, uh, oh, oh, uh, Cal, Cal, yes, uh, good morning. It's been quite a while since I've seen you. Hope, yes, sir. Uh, hope your stay has been are you still staying in my manner um we were for last night i understand if if uh things have changed but we do we are grateful for the hospitality of course um is everything all right my lord oh well you know it's just uh this is a little stressful time uh we're still recovering from the attack and Mm. uh i've been in non-stop Discussions with the general. Ah, and uh, if I might be so bold, how are those progressing? Uh, well, you seem a man of similar taste to me, Cal. Uh, I've served my time in endurance. I uh, not well. Uh, Apologies, is... my lord. Uh, no, no need to apologize. There's nothing you've done except help stabilize best you could. Stabilize my mistakes. Uh, well, to, to the, the end of stabilization, um, we did uh, retrieve much of the Mandrake root um, and uh, we delivered it to Wyla at the hospital. Uh, so hopefully that makes uh, an improvement in, in, the, in many of your people's condition. Certainly. Certainly, yes, of course, of course. Sort of uh, doesn't take that the right way at first, and then kind of like, yes, I must be empathetic. Uh, <laughs> and is, yes, while the, the Gwyn Elf, yes, uh, that is good. good uh, uh, there must be a people to rule. Um, have, uh, I've heard that you and your friends will be speaking with him tonight. He did request us uh, to interview with him, I suppose, is, is what he said. Well, uh, I guess you're the last friends I have in this town. My lord, that can't be true. Come now. What about the captain <laughs> and the... <laughs> captain, that's... Uh, well, Captain's the only one left, I suppose, if he really is loyal. You see, the, the general has dismissed many of my appointees. Oh. Uh, Does he have that authority, sir? I did not think so, but uh, it, seems, it seems he has a closer ear to kings than I thought I did. Uh, is this just Heinrich making it known that he won't tolerate uh, independence, as it were? Well, I never thought there was much resistance in Cressex, uh, But I believe you're right, my friend. Yes. Would you like, uh, how rude of me, uh, 
I must have forgotten my etiquette. Would you care to join me for breakfast? Thank you, my lord. I, I grab food. Yeah. <laughs> Palm of your hand. Thank you, my lord. <laughs> you just, you just take his. You take his. Yeah. Eating like a soft boil. <laughs> No, I, uh, you know, I grab a plate of food and I sit down. And and based on his mood, uh, I'm not going to talk much. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if he brings up something, we can do that. But I'm not going to bring up anything else new. What I'd like you to give me is... A hangout check. Is... <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> I, I, I want you to give me a persuasion check for for persuasive silence, you know, like when you do this, that kind of thing, when you're interviewing someone, say for like a documentary and you don't immediately ask a question after they stop talking. Yeah. To get all those documentaries going. I do. Um, <laughs> Thought you went to boom school. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it's an 11. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, he doesn't say much. After you start eating, it's it's actually incredibly uncomfortable. Um, I don't feel uncomfortable, but okay. Um, a, little, a little bit. <laughs> um, no, it is it is just a, an awkward silence for a while. And um, I'd say before um, the end of it, uh, he will kind of, as you maybe finish your food and sort of realize he's not going to reveal too much more, um, he'll stop you. As you're maybe standing up to go, uh, and I'll just say, uh, Cal, if you are speaking with the general today, and this may not be the right time or place to ask, but would you, if you ask, speak kindly of me? Of course, my lord. Uh, you've been nothing but hospitable to me and mine, and and my report, I suppose, my answers will reflect that. And please pass that on to your, your compatriots. I hope that I've given you a welcome stay here in Manchester. Of course, my lord. And I, I um, give him a, another bow. And I head out the door. <laughs> yeah. Very much so, uh, uh, Shadow of the Man, you, you first met. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Scarlet and Wizwick, is there anything you would like to do in this morning hour? Um, I'm just going to, uh, reread the letter over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not looking to talk to anybody. I'm not looking to do anything, just kind of feeling sick in anticipation, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what the story is yeah. going to be. We should probably talk with Cal again to figure <laughs> out what the hell we're going to talk about. Um, so hey, you all might want to have a talk before. Yeah, yeah I think yeah we should. We need to. No, but I'm go not going in blind. <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere until somebody comes to get me. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Wiswick will wake up nice early uh, and late in the morning with mm -hmm. a big grin on his face, and. Uh, He'll open up the window, look at the, the sky, and then he'll get to work. He'll sit down and begin a ritual cast of Comprehend Languages. Mm -hmm. And 
try and decipher some of the Pallid King's book mm -hmm. that was written in three different languages. It says in the spell that it takes about a minute to read one page, and it, the duration's an hour, so 60 okay. pages. 60 pages worth of Comprehend Language? I'll write those, <laughs> I'll write those up immediately. Uh, <laughs> Good. No, Good. Um, Expected by I'd tomorrow. Say, <laughs> I'd say uh, I, that's when I tell you the book was only two pages long. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, um, uh, give me just a general arcana check for while you're you're working on. Absolutely, my favorite rolls. A good old thirteen. Nice. And are you uh, trying to keep casting this to read as much as you can? Uh, depends on what happens after the first hour. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, all right. So I would say after the first hour, um, you are. Does it uh, tell you what the language is that you've learned, or is it? Uh, or I guess you didn't learn the language, but does it tell you what language it is, or you just understand it? I under I understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that I hear and the written uh, language that I see. I don't believe it tells me what languages those are because I immediately forget the languages at the end of the spell. It's like a translation. It just it just like yeah. automatically changes it into whatever you're yeah. 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 It's like an auto translation on like social media. <laughs> yeah. Except not as it's bad not, as Google. It's not always perfect, but you get the literal meaning. Okay. So you don't understand any metaphors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or they're literal. It's like, oh, there was a but anyway, so you're I'll like cheese. I mean, it does say understand. So okay. yeah, yeah. It, if it has a contextual background, mm -hmm. I guess I would get it. Yeah. So I would say, <laughs> I would say just generally for now, what I'll give you now, and I'll give you more later, uh, is what you can surmise. It's say you, uh, if you want to start from the beginning and kind of go from there, um, is that it starts talking about the. Um, the king in yellow or the pallid, uh, the pallid one as this uh, ancient pre-Morisir deity um, that there is not a lot of knowledge about. Um, particularly, there's no evidence of this deity's participation in the actual conflict. Um, though there's a lot of like mixed translations about the gods that participated um, and uh, no one except for maybe some of the Elysian elves have really firsthand info at all about that time. Um, so it could be that the king in yellow is one of the gods that is often talked about as a chained god or a dead god. But it would be this would be an, an old interpretation. Um, but it particularly talks about this deity's animosity and conflicts with the Ashkeeper. Um, and uh, and the Feywild, um, and that this this deity, main enemy in its sort of everlasting conflicts, was always the Ashkeeper, and that's why you see this uh, the tree itself, that symbol. I imagine you would want to look at that page, yep. the tree with the uh, with the spiral coming off the bottom of it, almost like that perverse image of the Ashkeeper, mm -hmm. is is in reference to one of the forms this deity, the pallid one, was said to take, which was a large worm-like creature, um, and that some 
the only evidence that this god participated at all in the Morisir conflict is that there are stories of this creature having been imprisoned. Um, it doesn't specify that it was imprisoned during the conflict, but that it was imprisoned at one point in the deep or under under the equivalent of the Underdark in the Feywild, um, and that okay. it is believed that the pallid one gnaws at the roots of the uh, of the Ashkeeper, and that that was sort of the symbol of their eternal conflict. It's not maybe not it might not be literal. You're not sure, but that that the uh, pallid one gnawed at the roots of the Ashkeeper and trying to destroy the Feywilds in that way, since the Fey. The Ashkeeper from, I guess, you and Kiran's studies of the Feywild is thought to have been the provider of all the, like, magic and um, life force of the Feywild. So it wouldn't be a stretch to say that the destruction of the Ashkeeper has released this god in some fashion. If these stories were to be true, um, and that this god is potentially not something that was destroyed or killed or imprisoned during the conflict... Um, there would be, it wouldn't be a far stretch to hypothesize that the graying of the Feywild would be the result of this god, and that it might be free, or being freed, or loosened. Okay, um, if I do have more time, Mm -hmm. I would like to cast the spell again, and attempt to maybe, I mean, I don't know if I can skim, I probably can't, but, um... (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can technically skim because you it's just a matter of you. It takes a minute to read a page. So right. you just wouldn't get f- full knowledge. Is there a I table guess. of continents and contents in this book? <laughs> uh, we could just switch. I, wanted, switch. I think the next rest of the stream should just be you keep doing this and we together slowly write a book. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but I, I think that this is probably the only the last time he'll do it, and he wants okay. to see if there's any specific uh, things about the worshippers of this god. Mm-hmm. What type of ideals they believe in, why mm-hmm. they worship this person, what he promises to his people, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Absolutely. Um, so give me another arcana check. Um... Much better. 21. Oh, okay. Um, So I'd say skipping through, um, it appears that this book has been written by, as you knew already, sort of the multiple languages it it has. This book has been written or copied in by various different individuals, some of which may have been worshippers of the Pallid One. Others may have been enemies of the Pallid One. And some may have been neutral or, or otherwise just curious, um, maybe other wizards researching. This book has changed hands numerous times um, <clears throat> and written in primarily three languages. Um, there seems to be reference to uh, to a little bit of, uh, you know, you f- actually could... could could sense that some of these passages are written by druids and that a lot of this text is about is academic in nature um but then also about some of the parts that you can recognize are probably you can surmise it's probably druidic because of how you the um 
the references to Druidism in a lot of these passages. Other passages mm -hmm. are references to pre-Morisir uh, study, so it may be wizards or whatnot. And then there's the third type of passage, which seems to be from followers um, or servants, that <clears throat> there's a sense of anarchy in it, um, a sense of disdain for uh, for what the Fae represents, um, but also for what Fae creatures represent, sort of their long lives um, and the way that they're, they're semi-divine in a lot of ways. Um, a disdain for all things uh, radiant um, and sort of those types of blessings. You can surmise maybe that this god promised similar power, um, similar extension of life, um, and sort of a something to bring these lost souls together, kind of a uh, <clears throat> um, seeking out the the wayward ones, people who are lost and alienated from their communities. Okay, I think that's good enough for Wiswick. Uh, he feels pretty content with his reading. Oh. And I'd say the last thing you get is that a big part of these folks who, these folks, these, <laughs> these uh, followers and worshipers is profaning other gods. Is a huge part of, of following this, this is, which you could even, yeah, it would need more study to get further than that. But a huge part of it is profaning other gods, particularly the Ash Keeper. Okay, that would have taken up two hours. Um, so it's you would have uh, by the time you're done, Cal would have already left the uh, um, the Lord, um, and Scarlet would still be in her room, and Curon and Timber would be um, two thirds of the way through their work in the temple. So, would you guys all like to just sort of reconvene, or is there anything anyone wants to do before a sort of reconvention of the, the group? I'm good with reconvening. Re recon good lord. Um, I'm good with reconvening, but uh, uh, I, I want it known that Cal walks around the city a tad brutally first. Okay. Is there anything you're particularly looking for, or just getting some fresh air? Just being brood. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. Well, I'm dealing. I killed a guy yesterday, mm -hmm. so I'm. Uh, Cal's not sifting through those. Yeah. 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 Organizing. Yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> have you guys ever, uh, that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> you're processing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd notice the same thing you've noticed before, though, that this place is empty. Um, there's like one person selling some, some like dried meats who's just sort of sadly sitting there, looking, looks like they're chewing on some tobacco and then just like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm also thinking at the same time a question and I'm mulling it over in my head is everybody sick because we brought all the spores out in the middle of the thing or was everybody going to be sick anyway uh, uh, give me a logic check yeah, yeah. intelligence check <laughs> this is where you it's where we're getting into correlation causation <laughs> So 15? Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I imagine you would be... There's a few ways you can think about it. One, 
you didn't necessarily let too many spores out. You destroyed the one specimen you brought out. Right. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot of spores that were in transit throughout the town and probably a lot of spores that were in transit throughout the town long before we even got there. So it's the kind of thing where I don't, you don't necessarily think you intensify, but it definitely probably didn't help. Um, but that it's not that this was probably happening regardless of what you did. I just wanted to know if I would have to feel guilty about that. It's... Hard to tell. <laughs> anything else? Anyone else? Anything else? Anyone want to do before you sort of reconvene at the midday point? Uh, yeah. Um, with uh, I'm kind of we're, I'm kind of wrapping up, um, doing alchemy stuff. I just want to look over and see if Mandrick is around, or uh, you are hoping that he's not around. Are waiting for a moment for when he's not around, I should say. Oh, for when Man- you're looking for a, a moment when Mandrake leaves the room or something. Like yeah, that. moment okay. to myself. Okay. Um, so there wouldn't be a lot of moments, and they'd be brief, because Mandrake would be helping you and Wyla. Um, but then, um, <clears throat> probably while you're crafting the last batch, the one that's been perfected, Wyla would have stepped away to check on the uh, villagers while you were sort of finishing the potion up, just sort of seeping it and, and, and getting to the last stages. And I'd imagine Mandrake, Mandrake would have uh, at, uh, similarly stepped out at, at some point. There would, I'd say you do have at least one or two moments where you'd be alone in the room. Uh, I'd like to check my pocket real quick. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yep. Yeah. Good. Sorry. Uh, so you, when you check your pocket, there is a, uh, a note in there. Okay. And I'm not going to read it now, but I just want to. Yep. Um, so yeah, so there isn't, yeah, you, you would see a, uh, parchment there. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else anyone would like to do before lunchtime when you all get back together? <laughs> uh, all right. Don't tell me, Sean. I'll read uh, more. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so the the day um, <clears throat> uh, the day goes on, um, and you slowly, Kiran and uh, Timber, slowly return uh, intentionally to reconvene with their companions after they spent time with the potions. Um, so you believe at this point that there's enough there to give to all of the sick villagers and a little bit extra in case anyone else gets sick um, that you were able to skim four doses off for yourselves in case of an emergency. Um, Cal and Scarlet, you would be back in your rooms by this point. Wizwick, you're still in your room. Um, imagine Huron and Timber arrive back and you can reconvene however you wish to do any sort of discussion. Um, you have not been summoned yet. Uh, I want to be clear that I did my daily ritual of ca- like preparing my spells and casting non-detection on myself. Yep. Uh, I would say for Kiran and Timber, when you re- returned, you would have noticed... Uh, 
uh, above you, um, Silvery Falcon of the General is circling above Harrison's Hall. So at the very least, you can surmise that that means someone's probably coming to get you soon. Duran is like, ah, the General's magic bird. That's it. That's all he says. <laughs> I just wanted to say something. Timber is in wolf form, so. Yep. <laughs> That's why he figured he could talk to Timber without Timber getting annoyed too much. Did you, did, you come to, did you come to get me? If not, I'm still in my room. All right, so I'll, I'll hey, go yeah. get her. Okay. <clears throat> I think well, Wizard uh, would have uh, probably, like, knocked on her door looking uh, for that, somebody to uh, share his Father, knowledge yeah. with. Yeah, I say, Wizwit, when you finish your uh, when, when, <laughs> when you finish your research, you I'd say you go to knock on Kiran's door and notice he's not there, <laughs> so you go to Scarlet. I'm knocking on everyone's door. Okay, so then I'd I'd imagine that you, Cal, and Scarlet would be with Wizwick as Kiran and, and Timber come into the the hall. So Kiran and 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 Timber, you would come up as. Cal and Scarlet are frustratingly going to Wizwick's room or to Scarlet's room, whichever you want to go. Whose room are we gonna hang out in? Oh my God, <laughs> who's I've the comfiest bed? <laughs> for, for some reason, I always imagine Wizwick has the biggest bed. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> <That checks out. laughs> who's the kid in college that had all the cool stuff that you're like, what is this? <laughs> oh, that's my bong. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Um, so yeah, I'll say, uh, I'd say you all reconvene around Wiswick's big bed. Is he in it? I, 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 I sit it. in the since, middle of it. <laughs> since Wiswick is the one who kind of tried to get everyone together to share new discovered knowledge. I call this meeting of the Fellowship of the Pillows. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we've got a busy day ahead of us, crew. So, uh, what's going on? Have you been able to read that book at all, friend? Yeah. First of all, uh, how did everyone sleep? Let's start there. Come on, we're, we're people. Like a baby. Better than well, last yes, night. Nice big bed. Staring at Wiz. <laughs> Excellent. So, this, yes, uh, what's going on, Wiz? Uh, well, I read the scary book. And I learned some okay. good stuff. Um, nothing too rev revolutionary, re relevating, whatever. Um, it's... I believe revelatory is the word you're looking for. Sure. And uh, pretty much this guy, uh, the Pallid King, is some sort of mysterious god with unknown origins that was held captive in the underground of the Feywild. And most likely was released when the Ashen One was killed. And he's probably the prob like, big surprise, he's the guy who caused all this terrible shit to happen to this town. <laughs> so were he and the Ashkeeper enemies? Yeah. Sounds like? Exactly. So, I mean, he it makes sense. He pretty much hates that... all gods in general. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I suppose that's straightforward. Um, well, it makes sense if he was, you know, twisting the Ashkeeper, his ancient nemesis... Nemesis, um, 
his ancient enemy's uh, name against itself. You know, like this is clearly this is very people can blame this on the Ashkeeper very easily. Um, uh, <laughs> did he have any other names? Because I've never heard of the the pallid one. Was it was there like another? Well, other than you know what we've the read the things we've read. Uh, the stinky yellow king, something like that. Yellow. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> like the specter we defeated out in the in the swamp. Uh huh. Also, um, they really don't like radiant damage, just like that guy. So he was probably involved in some way. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Well, it connects. He was the one that delivered the mask to Orlando. Yeah. Speaking Which of means that that mask. that mask, yeah, it definitely has some sort of connection to this god. I didn't read enough to figure that out yet, but maybe later. Who is going to give that mask to the general? I feel like we should establish that. Itself. Uh, I could if you'd rather I do it. Uh, see, I, no, I, I'd, I'd rather do it. See, no, see, I see, see you'd I, rather do it. No, I think Cal should. Seeing, but, seeing Wizway put his but, hand but, but, up, Timber's just gonna <laughs> snarl and go. Uh, just. Uh, I froze for like five seconds there, so I don't know what the last thing you said is. <laughs> um, I said, but, 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 but. Shannon, or sorry, Scarlet said, who's going to give the mask to the general? I said, I should probably do it. And Wizard was like, I'll do it. And, <laughs> and we were like, we're not giving you the mask. We know what happened last time. Yep. And I agreed that Cal should be the one to do it. I wear gloves. No. Please. No. Look, I need to make a trade with them. As long as I get what I want, it's fine. Cal can hand it to him. I just need to facilitate. What are you trading for? Yeah, yeah. He promised me knowledge. He's got a cool book. <laughs> By the way, are we private in this room? Can, you, can anyone here listen in? Is there any method the door we have? Is wide, like... The door is wide open. The windows are open. Oh, I'm going to close Good. the door and shut We're the window. We're so bad at this. And then I'm going to say, is there Everyone's any... sick. Magical. <laughs> is there any magical method we have to make ourselves uh, private? Hmm. I think Wisman hmm. knows something. He is kind of only works on master me. of the no. arcane winds or whatever. Mm. The weaves of uh, magic. I can make uh, a you. really, really loud noise. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is it with you in loud noises? No. Just well, a faint. Um, I suppose we'll talk quietly. Always going on in the background. If you have a target, I can make him deaf. <laughs> Why don't we all just whisper? We're going to talk very quietly. Yeah, so the mask, the, thank you. The mask. the mask. We found the mask in the swamp by the statue. Yes. On board? We're all good with that? Yes. Yeah, I was under... Uh, I was... I, I, I assumed we covered this already. Perfect. Yes. Well, you know... We're just double-checking because people... Uh, have big mouths looking at Kieran. I'm sorry, did you say something? Exactly, see? <laughs> Kieran, so for the most of this conversation, has been staring out wistfully at the window, kind of. Seeing... I just shut the window. <laughs> yeah, he's still looking at it. There's glass just... panes. Yeah, so, there are, yeah. Okay, so we found the mask by the statue. Cal is going to give it to the general. Yes. Cal, are we still going with that story that we came up with? couple days ago because I, I'm going to be honest I'm not so sure that's going to work um, always easier to tell the truth I mean we could that's just tell not, the truth when, do you want me to go back to prison because that's no, exactly I, where I'm going I don't want you to go back to prison um, <laughs> <laughs> so we were 
friends. We were uh, we were working as hired investigators for uh, a couple of businessmen in Vermilcia. Um, say that. We, say that name again. Vermilcia. It's the capital of Honduras, my homeland. Can you, and, write, uh, can you write it down for me? I can, and I do. Um, what, are you going to bring notes in? <laughs> no, that was, that uh, was I, uh, in character asking Tim to text it to me. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm writing things in ink on uh, what's called Kiran's hand right now. <laughs> um, we recovered um, some gold from bandits in the sewers, and we worked our contacts in the uh, kind of our confidential informants, I think is the name, uh, in the underworld to discover them. They were in the sewers. They stole some gold bullion from a uh, jeweler called Caffeine, I think is what I said. Which, that is what you said? Yeah, well. Um, and uh, her shop is on, what Blue did I say, Street. Blue Street? Yes. Yes, and that's in the Blythes. That's a real place in the Blythes for confirm. Right, write that down um, for me too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I think we're good on that. Um, I honestly expect it to fall apart, but I think I, I one hundred percent agree. It's great. Um, uh, well, that's what we can what we can say to the general. That's what we told the bumpkins here. Sorry, the lovely people here, and um, and uh, I think he'll understand that we were trying to not ruffle any feathers. So, uh, so, but when he, but when we say that's what we told the bumpkins, as you said, mm -hmm. he's going to ask what we actually are. Right. And then what? So then what is the point? What is the point? Um, I think we have to limit to make... our lies to as little as possible yeah. for many reasons. I plan to play innocent and stupid until I have Proving smart? Um, <laughs> uh, well, um... I'm oddly not worried about it, but I think... Uh, <laughs> Look, if you, I, you know what? All right, we'll wait, hold you on. Out of jail. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? We're screwed. <laughs> Look, the real truth is, the real truth is that everyone has uh, uh, backgrounds. You were unfortunately grew up in a very poor neighborhood in wherever it is you grew up. And you learned thieves can't, not by being a thief, but because uh, you grew up with many. And you left trying to make something of yourself, and that what ended up you here, ended up you here. That's how you ended <laughs> up here. And uh, you met us. See, that's straightforward, right? No, grew up with thieves, just, not I, a thief. I, this is so, not going to go well. So, Arch... It's no, it's no. Arch Druid has you know the what? Worst comes to worst. I, there might be a string or two I could pull. We beat well, the arch comes to worse, I have my dagger. Yeah, well, that's let's Ooh. let's call that that's worst comes to worst comes to worst. <laughs> We're only at worst comes to worst now. Mask goes missing. missing. What? What are you talking about? We find about? it in a swamp. Yes, found it in a swamp. Boom, where, done. Yellow man, yellow came after us. We assume maybe he was trying to get the mask back. What happened? What happened in between there? We, can can no, we plant truth, some evidence the, or something? No, the truth happened in between there. What? We went to get the mandrake root. And we met the satyr. Who... But I don't know if the general knows about the satyr. Uh, he's going to know, so. Wasn't he invisible? No, he wasn't invisible. We walked yes, in here. Yes, no, we invisible. definitely snuck mandrake in. Yeah. I thought he just so, had a cloak on. Well, no, he did, but then we, we also made him invisible. 
Yeah, but the bird and the elf are following us the whole time, so. <clears throat> yes. That's a fair point. Look, I, I, the, the man's nice. The satyr's nice, but like I don't. It's kind of <laughs> his problem now, you know. <laughs> rather rude. You did convince him to come here. I convince a lot of people of a lot of things. I don't. It's not really my fault what happens afterwards, you know. So, assuming that Plausible we all deniability. Assuming that we all make it out what of here, human. free. Yes, which you will. In the clear. Sure. Yep. I'm not so sure, but all that aside, what are we doing after this? Taking I a well-needed go... break? I don't know. I want to see what I can get for these gems. We do have the cursed gems. That's an option. <clears throat> They're not cursed. Well, um, everything, we know, everything we've had has been cursed. At this point, think, at this Timber's going to not be a wolf anymore. After yeah. being curled <laughs> up in a bed. If Mandrick plans on going back to the tower, he will need those gems to re-enter. <clears throat> I don't know if you necessarily have the right to keep That is a good point. Curon. The Wood Elf. Oh Ooh. no. Oh. Oh no. We lost Hello. both of them. Two Hello. of them. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Give me that hot technical difficulty okay. screen. There's oh, one. You, oh. Yeah. oh, there's the hot typical difficulties. Right there. Oh, I love yeah. him. <laughs> oh no, where's uh -oh. Tim? There oh, he is. Ooh, baby. Look at that tan. <laughs> what happened? Um, let me go find out. Well, worst case scenario, Woo! Tim can just be on Alex's webcam with him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we're going to take this opportunity to take a short five minute break. We will be back when Tim is recovered. When Cal is recovered, apologies for the brief uh, technical yeah. difficulty. Wait, everything's oh. fine. Oh, there he is. Everything's fine. Oh. oh, there he is. There he is. So fucking loud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What happened? I, it, it just disconnected and reconnected. We're back in it. What's going on? It was the squirrel in the attic, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it completely could be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, then, then we won't take a break. <laughs> uh, we back in, Alex? I mean, I know we were still in. We had the technical. Yeah, no, we're here. We're, okay, we're, cool. we're doing it live. Almost the five-minute right. break. Um, Almost had a break. But, yeah. uh, all right. <laughs> no, you don't deserve one. Timber, last thing happened. Timber um, is coming out of wolf form, right? Yes. Kiron, um, did, you, did you say that that wood elf was following us? Um, yes, he... He would know about Mandrake, then. He wasn't invisible uh, the entire time. No, yeah, no, they definitely know about the satyr. Um... I, I have a question. It's a very... Does anybody happen to remember what color the wood elf's hair is? His hair? You would have never seen it. His hood was up, or their hood was up the entire time. He's got horns. That was disturbing. Or she. Barky horns. That's fair. Apologies. Sorry, go on, Kieran. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> he, they just definitely know about the satyr. Um, I, I will be very straightforward and be like, hey, this guy doesn't really want to meet with you. I don't think you have any uh, need to meet with the satyr. And we see what the general says. I, I feel great about just... this plan. Yeah, we should get going. I mean, I think we're pretty solid. Going where? Yeah, we, we have can't... to wait for him to... Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the bird was outside, right? Somebody mentioned it. Yeah, but he didn't say, come here. Yeah, we <laughs> haven't been summoned yet. I say, after our last barge in Wizwick, I say we just let it be. Let it be. <laughs> you know, my um, yeah. a friend be. of mine used to whisper words of wisdom to me on occasion. Oh, I have a pretty high wisdom score. Oh dear! All right. Uh, so Kyle at this point holds up his deck of cards and goes, "Cards? <laughs> Smash cut! <laughs> nice." <laughs> um, <clears throat> Magic yeah, cut so to I... the cards, which are now the frame, and we we pull back and if pull we pull back to a knock on your door. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. Wait, is that knock on the door actually happening? Uh, I will be in a second. Okay. Well, uh, right. I'm going to hold my action to uh, turn into a wolf on the knock of the door. <laughs> Did you give Cal the uh, mask yet? I didn't. Uh, are we, Timber, are you give it to him now? <laughs> no, you put Timber, it in my... Give it to me. Give me the mask. Put it in this sock. No. <laughs> no. Wait, no. this is like spooky, right? I put on my glove and I go, give me the mask. <laughs> This now the question is: Are we getting summoned one at a time? I, probably, I would assume so. If I were running an interrogation of people I suspected of nefarious deeds, I would call us in one at a time. Correct. Now, the person that goes into the room, I don't believe should have the mask. How about I hold on to it? If Cal goes in, if Cal goes in, or if I go in, then Cal gets it. I'm okay, gonna let you fine. know that I'm in a deal with this guy. No, 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 I understand. That's your vote. I will say, I will say that's your vote, Wiswick. <laughs> I will say to him, hey, uh, Wiswick asked us to bring this back. It did some real creepy things to him, so don't be careful <laughs> with this. Uh, but he wanted me to give it to you in exchange for, to, to, you know, settle yeah, his yeah, problem. That's fine. I'll let yeah. him know that you no, have I got it you. and that you're gonna bring it to him. Just don't screw me on this. No, I won't. I certainly will not. Also, should you maybe get a nicer hat for today? <laughs> What's wrong with my hat? No, no, no. It looks great. Nothing. Um... <laughs> okay. It's at that that you hear a rap on the door. <laughs> uh, you know, it triggers uh, my action. It triggers your action. You go back and... <laughs> I imagine it's very, like... Like there's a little, a little bit of a, a, a yip before you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of squelching noises with all those bones moving around. Yeah. <laughs> Is um, everything okay in there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's playing cards. It's, it, it's the RA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick, 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 hide your bong. You <laughs> Um, no, you. Uh, it is one of the servants of the uh, the Lord who alerts you that there is a large woman uh, out front uh, requesting you uh, come out. I stand up and strap on my cape and put on my hat and go out. Strap on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is everyone going out? They're requesting all, all of you. Right? Yeah, you're all summoned at once. You you suppose assume you're not going to go in together, but that they're going to bring you all there together. Um, make us sweat it out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good tactics. If everybody was thinking about it, uh, the bong looks like a crack. <laughs> 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 High end glass. 
it's, but it's, it's a blue kraken. <laughs> One would call it a bracken. Oh. Oh. I think that's it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> really spun the keys on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you uh, you are brought downstairs, and the uh, the familiar captain, uh, uh, Amara of the uh, captain, is down there. She doesn't say too many words. She she just beckons you to follow. Um, and you are all brought to the circle of the hearth, uh, our circle of the market, where you were brought to the barracks that you were familiar with. Um, uh, you would notice um, that there are a lot of guards on duty, a lot more than you've noticed in the past, who are seem to be standing much more rigid than they have in the past. Um, and then you are brought up to, um, you are split up at this point. They split you up by, uh, how many there are you? One, two, three, four. <laughs> they split you up with uh, uh, two and three. Um, so they put, um, they put Cal and Wiswick together and they put Curon, Timber, and Scarlet together. Um, you are placed in similar uh rooms uh that you were held in early in the uh beginning of the campaign so <clears throat> wiswick you would uh see um mage in a cage scrawled on the wall <laughs> uh your your graffiti from a thousand sessions ago i'm sorry which of us it does? still is looks it, good is it wiswick and i or the other three it's it's wiswick and Cal. Okay, see. sorry i missed that <laughs> okay so Wiswick and Cal are together Timber, Scarlet and Curon uh, which one of you wants to go first <laughs> I give you the choice for who wants to go first just roll a percentile. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> of course, Wizwick wants to go first. Okay. I'm the only one with something to gain here. Okay. Are you? All right. At least from per <laughs> Wizwick's perspective, yeah. So, Wizwick, mm -hmm. you are brought into the... Uh, I guess for, for reference, Cal, you... the. Um, Captain Amara comes in and uh, just looks at Wizwick and goes, you. Uh, <laughs> beckons him to follow. Hi, uh, nice to see you again. <laughs> I, uh, I nod good luck to Wizwick as he leaves. All right. Thanks. You are brought <clears throat> upstairs to what you know as the former captain's office, now the general's office. And when you're brought inside, looks much as it looked before, just with the uh, general's um, different belongings on the desk as opposed to the captains. You see the captain, Captain Domnall, is uh, on the side uh, to the left of the general with uh, parchment and paper. Must be taking notes. Um, and then you notice behind you or behind where the small chair, small stool that you're going to sit at is um, the wood elf is sitting in the corner. Um, sort of just leaning against the wall, leaning against one of the bookcases in the room. The general is... Uh, dressed in um, plain clothes. Um, they're quite nice, denoting his status, but um, he is not wearing any of his armor, although uh, there is a short sword on the table next to a large spell book, and um, his falcon is 
uh, sort of on the table on a little little falcon rook. Um, and he gestures for you to sit down. Uh, take my hand, my hat off. I hang mm -hmm. it on the little end of the uh, chair, mm -hmm. and I say thanks. Uh, don't know. It's been a little, it's been a while. Good to see you again. As always, Wiswick. He just nods to you, very irritated that he has to do this. <clears throat> he looks irritated that he's setting up jars of ink. He's got his quill. He's got some scrolls. Looks to the captain. Wiswick, welcome. I'm glad to see that you came back on time. Did you bring me anything? I brought you something. Uh, definitely. I got what you asked for, for sure. De yeah, I, I got it. But um, there's <laughs> one small stipulation. My, my buddy has it. Your, uh, your buddy? Yeah, um, don't worry. He, he's planning, uh, like, deal's still on. He, he's planning on giving right. it to you, no problem. There shouldn't be one any of, issues uh, there. We, we talked uh, it over. One of your compatriots. Yeah, okay. you know, Cal. Then I'll uh, save this for later. And he puts a hand on the spell book. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will start. Uh, please, uh, for Domino's record, could you give us your full name? Um, Wizzy, Wizzy, Wizzy Rock, Nether Rock. Wizzy Rock, Nether Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your formal name is not Wizzy. I mean, I got a lot of nicknames. It, you don't, you don't understand that there's a lot of. Uh, we, we're born with a lot of names, and uh, there's a lot of people in my town who call me a lot of different things. Uh, just give me a general uh, charisma check just for your, <laughs> just for your behavior. Wizzy. <laughs> Wizzy rock, rock. the rock. <laughs> I'm not really trying to be persuasive or anything right, here. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of just can't really like get my mind straight because I'm very nervous. Um, the total is 11. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Can you remember your full name? <laughs> <laughs> uh out of character yeah okay Can i say it no gotcha. <laughs> uh the better question is does wiswick memorize this entire name <laughs> uh all right so he he raises an eyebrow as you sort of stutter through this this explanation of of your name um and just nods over to domino all right and where are you from wizzy Please, call me Blinky. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> I will... The captain... My second name, Bill Grew. You know... Okay. The it was captain... given to me by my older sister. The captain gives, gives you a very straight face. Does not react. And just uh, writes something down that you can't see. Blinky, where are you from? Uh, I'm from the Underdark. 
Way up north. And your location within the underdarks, primarily beneath the Valley of Elysia. Yes? Primarily? Yes. What is your home called? The Underdark. Do you not have a home within the Underdark? Or is it just the entire Underdark? Yeah, you would say we were more of a nomadic tribe. Fair. Uh, primarily beneath Elysia? Primarily. Were there particular parts of the Underdark that you frequented as a nomadic tribe? Uh, I would say there were many different parts. In fact, most of it has been explored by myself and others. Most of it, really? Yeah, we're, we're quite uh, a group of scoutsmen. Uh, we've been traveling and exploring for many a generation. Interesting. So no set home in the Underdark. And why did you leave your tribe? Well, as you might understand, uh, we have kind of a very close isolationist society between the me and the other deep gnomes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it became quite stifling to my uh, education. I was always a intellectual, even from a young age, and I, I wanted to know more about the world, and I decided to go on a pilgrimage to discover more about magic and mm. what happened to this land and why I must and my people moved to the Underdark. Interesting. And <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, you entered into this town with the Elysian Elf, and the Endurin, correct? Yes. The Elysian Elf was the first one I met. Hmm. Interesting companions for Deep Gnome, Snefneblin. We don't see many Snefneblin in these parts of the world. In fact... Yeah, I would say I'm the interesting companion. They're just normal. <laughs> the captain gives out his first bout of emotion and a sigh as he writes down something. The general or the captain? The, oh, sorry, the general. Kinsley. We use their real names. I can't <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I only ask because we've met two captains. <laughs> I just wanted to... True. Met many captains. Uh, Kinsley looks to Wiswick. And what do you think of your companions? Well... They're quite a hassle, sometimes incredibly difficult to work with, but they're very capable and generally good, kind people. They, they know the difference between right and wrong, and it seems that they can be trusted with responsibility. Um, whenever we have differing opinions, we discuss things, and I think that's the basis of a healthy family. So, I so would treat them, them as my, yeah, as my kid. Interesting. What do you think of the Elysian? 
Curon. He's probably the most annoying. I can't get that guy to tell a lie for the life of me. To tell a lie? Yeah. yeah. Huge pain in the ass. I just read uh, something in chat. This, this is like talking to a child for child services. <laughs> <laughs> Did they hurt you? <laughs> Do you feel safe with them? No. The uh, the general <clears throat> does look sort of makes eye contact with each of the other uh, the captains in the room, uh, the Wood Elf, Amara, and uh, Domnell, just sort of taking in what you just said. So, what might you need this Elysian Elf to lie about? Normally just stupid things, you know, like when you go to an uh, inn and he goes, Hey guys, where are you coming from? And he says, Oh, we just murdered a bunch of uh, dire wolves or something on the street. It was gruesome and terrible and freaked me the shit out. Like, he doesn't need to give that information. It's just like some regular casual talk. He's not trying to know our life story. Give me a deception check. <laughs> Uh, for convincing him that Kiran is just antisocial. The perception, I mean, persuasion is zero, so that is a total four. I said deception, which is probably the same. Oh, deception. Also the same, yes. Okay. Wait, so what did you get? Zero. A four. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, a zero is a no modifier. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it, yeah. Zero is no modifier. Basically, right. a zero. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> From my understanding, the elf is quite capable. He's done quick work of becoming popular amongst the uh, circle of the ash. I interrogated, spoke with Wyla while you were gone. I'm sorry, interrogated? Is she alright? Oh, it's certainly. Certainly. She's back with her her companions. So, you need this Elysian to lie for you. And Occasionally. And it is only for social reasons. Are there any social reasons he should be lying to me today? No. Are there any social reasons that you will be lying to me today? No. Where did you find the mask? In the swamp. Where in the swamp? It's by this like rocky thing that we put the diamonds in. I got the diamonds. Look at these things. Aren't they cool? <laughs> he turns his head to look behind you. For a moment towards the wood elf. Interesting. Tell me more about the Seda. Um, we found him. He was in that tower that was locked up, and he seemed really weird and sketchy at first, 
but I kind of warmed up to him. He's got some very fluffy dogs. Oh, I forgot about the blink downs. <laughs> I think they came with you. <laughs> oh. No, they didn't. No, they they left them behind. You're right. He needed to leave them behind to fend for them. Yeah. Okay. Did this kind Seda tell you anything about the Archdruid that we do not know? Um, well, I would say, I wouldn't say he told us anything that was particularly helpful. I mean, he did clean up some, like, blank slates in the timeline, but nothing that was very useful in learning about him. Do you trust this Seda? No. How do you think this mask came to the swamp? Um, probably some guy who stole it came to the swamp. Maybe mm. to meet up with that big monster thing that we found there. Big and, monster uh, Well, not really a monster. Kind of like a ghost. There's that guy in the yellow cape. I'm sure your buddy talked to you about it. He turned into a big pile of black, cloudy stuff. I'd like you to tell me about it. You to tell me more. Uh, okay. Well, we got ambushed in the middle of the night. There's a spooky guy wearing a big yellow cloak. Hmm. Told us to give him the mask. We said no, and when he cast some magic on my friends, we kicked his butt. <laughs> Indeed you did. That's reported. Seda fought with you, correct? Yeah, I think he might have done a little bit. So you do not trust him? I mean... It was not kind of him to do so. I mean, there's no reason for me not to trust him, but he hasn't done too much to earn my trust. Hmm. You were not afraid of him shooting you in the back as you fought this monster? Well, I wasn't the one in the front. <laughs> Understood. <clears throat> So I will be re receiving this mask today. Uh-huh, my butt cow's got Tell me. Does, does, does that mean you want to... I mean, I've been helpful. We, we saved a lot of... I, I'm a nice dude. <laughs> Indeed you are, little one. Uh, perhaps my favorite. Uh, <laughs> he kind of looks to the, the other three and then looks to you and says, tell me a little bit more about what you know about your other companions. Tell me about Scarlet, Cal, and the dog. Uh, I'm sorry. Your, your guess is as good as mine. I'm pretty much a lot of those two. The dog is a monstrosity that hates me. <laughs> 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 a monstrosity, you say? Guys, what happens in Timothee Power Hour is non canon. We can't bring it up. Well, I mean, have you ever seen anything? I, I, I haven't. You're talking about a a wolf that is held as a companion by an adventurer. He's a scary wolf. Hmm. Indeed. And Cal? Um, Cal's 
kind of nice. Um, very, um, how do you say? Let's go with cold. And, uh, he, he likes pretty things and he's, um, also nice. There's not much I can say about him. He's from Mendoza. He did some stuff there, like <coughs> something with shoes, and uh, I think he helped the cat out of a tree. It's at the comment of, I think he helped a cat out of the tree, that the general Kinsley just sort of like falls back in his chair a little. You may have exhausted him. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> good. Few last questions, Wiswick. And then I get the book. No, I do not give you the book until I receive the mask. Can I hang around after the interview to just get the book? You could like, we'll just do the swap, and then Cal will go, and I'll, I'll read while we're waiting. Perhaps. Okay, sounds good. Last few questions. One. What do you think of the Lord Harrison? Is he a good leader? I kind of look over to uh, Dominic, who's been writing everything down, and I solemnly say, well, um, I disagree with some of these things that he said, and uh, he's a nice Could you, could you speak up? I, I mean... <laughs> so that Domino can write this down. Um... No offense, but he could have done a better job managing things. But he was right when it came to hiring us and taking the arch druid like he did. I mean, that guy was definitely evil. Interesting. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, he was, he had a tough racket, you know? It's a hard job being a Duke or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you will understand. As an actual laugh from the general. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Wizzy. One last question. We do not see many Zvernablin here. Um, particularly those with the abilities such as yours. Do you know the name Shoot, I just look it up. I won't. Yeah, yeah. No, because I. It's funny because I remember looking at it literally right before this to be like, I, uh, I got this, I got this, but I don't have it. <laughs> I just want to get it right. Do you know the name, Alec? How about any other names, nicknames? Brogni, G, Queen. Primarily in his time in uh, Oxlade, he went by Oak. Yeah, I think I've heard of that name. How do you know him? Well, as a uh, uh, someone of importance from Oxlade, I uh, didn't necessarily interact with him much, but in his time in the capital, uh, I did see him a few times in here. He's a peculiar fellow. Had a strange, unique way of twisting magic. Something I've seen reports you've done as well. 
you know what? I do remember him. I've read a lot of his books. Oh, he's... He apparently uh, was one of the returners from a pilgrimage very similar to the one I have. And mm. uh, I learned quite a bit from his uh, teachings. You met Oak? No, I just read his books. Interesting. Were there... <clears throat> Are his books on magic popular on the Underdark? Oh, absolutely. Everyone hates them. Nobody reads that shit. They think it's garbage, hoot and nanny, and they believe in giant bad demons that want to eat your soul. It's as as Wiswick is is screeching about bat demons eating souls at this point that General Kinsley, for the second time, sits back a bit exacerbated, kind of looks past Wiswick to the other captains. Well, uh, I believe that's all. Uh, wait, 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 wait! I, I, I want to know more about him. I mean, he, he was such an inspiration for me as as a wizard. I, I, I what, what did he, what did he, can you tell me some stuff? Give me a persuasion check. Ooh, uh, a fifteen. Hmm. Okay. The the general kind of leans forward and, and and stares at you for a moment, kind of noticing the quick uh, bounce back at that that. And then just, I think in maybe in good time, Wizzy, we may be able to talk about Oak some more, talk about his time in Oxland. But I must get through several more interviews, and we are not here to talk about Oak, though I brought him up. If there's anything else you have to say? Mm, well, I guess that's pretty much it. We're still going to do the trade, right? I'm going I'm to get Callan here. Once I receive the Archdruid's mask, I will call you in to take a look at my book. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be much of a trade if both parties weren't present. <laughs> See... Amara comes over and he doesn't like lift you up or anything, but just sort of stands behind you and gives you a little tap on the shoulder. We'll see each other again shortly. This way. Okay, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get Cal real shortly, right? I'm gonna be right back. Or if I don't receive this mask, we will have more to talk about. Yeah, I know, but that's not gonna happen. We're gonna get it right now. Come on, let's you wanna come with? We can we can go see him together. Send, send him out and please bring the Andorian in. So she now forcefully, not forcefully, but sort of pushes your shoulder, pushes you off the, the stool and send, and starts walking you back to um, <clears throat> to your waiting room with Cal. I do a little uh, tactical combat roll off of the uh, what's called chair while picking up my hat along the way and scurry <laughs> through the door. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, avoiding her arm as she tried to push you, you just. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're being brought back to Cal, who does not have the mask. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd want to do or try to do? Uh, I think what I'm going to try and do is well who's who's escorting me is it the wood elf or the other it is the other it's the uh city and woman amara 
Amara, right. So, uh, Amara, I, last time we spoke, you seemed kind of nice, but today you've been very serious. Has something been going on with the general? Is everything all right? Uh, she, she keeps pretty quiet as you're walking and just sort of gives you a, like, with a Geralt, hmm. Uh, not really giving you anything. <laughs> uh, as she delivers you to the room, opens the door, um, and stares at, uh, Cal. Just says, it's your, it's your turn. Hey, Cal. Uh, Cal, Cal nods and stands up. I How think it went pretty well. Yeah, Good. not bad at all. I'm, I mean, I'm not in jail. That's true. Well, well, yeah, we're mostly not in jail. Excellent. Uh, just be sure, I told them about the mask, how you got it for it. Just be be sure that you get the book on the table for the mask. Right, but, right, but Timber has it. Right, but Timber has the mask. Uh, I thought you had it. Are we talking about that? No, we talked to... No, we talked about it, and then and then we decided to leave it on Timber's with his in his things, just because the last time you touched it, it almost made you go crazy. So we didn't right, well, have to th deal with that. Th this is actually a good thing, you know. This is fine. This is okay. I mean, okay. he won't let us. He won't let me touch the book, so he doesn't have to touch the map. It's that simple. <clears throat> okay, I'll uh, I'll negotiate with. The, uh, I walk. I follow her. <laughs> <laughs> So you are uh, you are brought the same way, brought in. You see the same thing. You see uh, uh, the captain there taking notes. You see the wood elf in the back. Amara takes her spot by the door. Uh, the captain or the general uh, points you towards the chair. I uh, give him a pragmatic bow, like a like a sold like a like a. We have things to do, but I'm still showing respect. And I take my hat off, and I hand my swords plural to uh, Captain Amara on my way. Like, I unbelt my whole sword belt and I hand it to her. Which she takes uh, takes and, and keeps, and the captain kind of gives you an appreciative nod at that, as well as a respectful bow of the head at your back. And I, I sit. So it was very interesting speaking with your Svirneblin friend. It always is. He seemed nervous. I think that's more of a state of being than a situational thing. Is there any reason he would lie to me? None that I can think of. Um, he's, I mean, I, I, I kind of assumed that members of the Underdark were always a bit protective of their, um, of their secrets, but I, I, so I don't know all of his backstory, but I do know that he's been nothing but trustworthy since I've been with him. So you do trust him then? Yes. Okay. I think a big heart for such a little body, and I think it uh, it gets him into trouble sometimes, but I think for all that, all of his intentions have been good. Well, Not that his heart's, you know, swollen. I meant it metaphorically. I understood. Uh, <clears throat> fair enough. We'll get more to that in a bit. So, for the record, as he points to Domnal, could you please give me your full name? Kalith Rolan, R-H-O-L-A-N. Kalith Rolan. Where are you from in Endurance? Originally from Stormrain, down south. 
though I've spent most of my, uh, not most, a large portion of my life in uh, Vermilsia. Hmm. So born amongst the streets of Stormrain. Yes, sir. And what was the profession of your mother and father? Uh, my father ran a shop and, and did um, general trading throughout most of Honduras, and my mother helped. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> living in storm rain, uh, or I guess how many years of your life were you in storm rain before you moved on to there? I was there until I was 12. 12. All right, well, let's get more biography on you. So you left Vermelsia at 12. Uh, Storm uh, parents... Rain at 12. Went to Vermelsia. Sorry. Yes. You left Storm Rain at 12. Your parents still there? They are, yes. Any siblings? Two. Two. What are their names? Uh, my older brother is named Val, and my younger brother is Tain. Val and Tain. So you moved to Vermelsia in your 12th year. You were already a tailor's apprentice at that. I, to take up that was to take up my apprenticeship with one mm. of my father's contacts. Mm. So we primarily traded in the uh, silks and tailoring business. It was that. It was it was general goods. Um, Storm Rain is not large enough to have a, many specialty shops, mm. so it was more of a a general shop. However, um, down there, you know, the general commoner did have um most uh more money than some so we were able to get some some more higher end and what was the family well to be honest with you sir i i am not much for worshiping however uh, zindariel was the primary hmm. uh, religion of the area and your parents were they particularly devout no sir not particularly hmm. what were your <laughs> years in Ramosia like I would imagine like most um, apprenticed to a trade uh, I worked a lot made a few friends worked some more uh, made more friends you know fell into love fell out of love the normal stuff Yes, and, and forgive me for asking, but what age are you now? I am 20 years old now. Young man. Hmm. So you were in Honduras during some of the previous conflicts. I was a, I was a boy, yes. Yes, true. Uh, young boy. You said you had an older brother? I did, yes. He uh, was, he's not old enough to have served, though. Fair. How do you feel about the leadership of Honduras? The Duke? The Duke. To be honest with you, I'm not one, not much one for politics, though I, my family certainly were, I suppose, pro, pro the Duke um, and, his, and his family overall. What brought the Endurian north? Money, mostly. Um, are you talking about uh, north to Tresix or, or north before this? North before this, into Sivia and then into Tresix. Brought a man who had a uh, 
an apprenticeship in the capital city mm. of Endura all the way that far north? Well, uh, my master had and shot his room. Yeah, this is no. Oh, he's frozen for me. Sorry about that. My master had a daughter, and uh, she was only about a year younger than me. And um, things had begun to develop, and my master was not a fan of that. So I left there, um, and I uh, took a job uh, not not long after with a civilian trading company. And we spent a, a the gloaming uh, in the north. And at what point in this time did you meet Scarlet? Just after I left my master. Just after? Yes, we spent two months working together for because we both needed money um, before I took that job. And then we agreed to meet up back here. And what exactly did you do with Scarlet in Valmasia? We acted as... I suppose uh, hired investigators, maybe um, jobs that the the local guard perhaps wouldn't do. How does a tailor's apprentice, betwixt in a scandalous romance, become involved with private investigation with a woman who speaks thieves' cant and reads thieves' cant? The same way most people meet at a tavern. We met together. She had a job for me. She had a job for you. Well. She had heard of the job for us. And she had been working with the local authorities of Vamalsia. To be honest with you, that wasn't quite known to me at the time. Please explain to me this job. Uh, what you had... did exactly to contribute to this job as a tailor's apprentice. <laughs> My lord, have you spent much time in Vamalsia? I have been to Vamosia. I marched on the Gwyn Empire mm. during the conflict. I, I led I had, the men of it. I led the armies of Vamosia. I had heard. Um, were you ever there during the time of the contest? I have not had the pleasure. Understood. Um, well, uh, she. Uh, we we heard of a job together. We met in this tavern. I basically was brought on as muscle, as she uh, knew some folks in the underground um, and could could navigate things a little bit more. And uh, we worked together to uh, rescue, perhaps recover, some stolen goods uh, to a trade. Was the name of this tradesman? Uh, she was. Um, she owned a jewelry store uh, or jewelry shop, sorry, on uh, Blue Street. One of the seven. Yes. Um, in the Blythes, and uh, she asked us to recover. It was it was gold bullion, just raw gold that was stolen. And could you describe this woman to me? She was. Uh, I would call her, mm, perhaps the word is stout, uh, relatively nondescript, normal hair color. Normal hair color. Mm. What is a normal hair color? Uh, perhaps brown. Perhaps. 
So would sandy be appropriate? Kind of a light brown? <laughs> I'll put uh, sandy brown. Hmm. You're not here. <laughs> <clears throat> so you spent a couple of months before fleeing the city from your spurned uh, master. I felt uh, it best to, to get out, yes. On a job with a, I suppose, contact of the guard, recovering stolen goods for a stout, sandy brown-haired woman named mm-hmm. Caffeine yes. on Blue Street in the Blythe. Correct. And how much of this story do you expect me to believe? Well, sir, I was hoping you were dumber than you are, so none of it. Exactly. And how will you expect me not to know? Not to know. Catalyst. Mm. Storm rain. Yes. Uh, at this, sorry, uh, acting some flavor wise, um, you see Cal goes from kind of like he was like, you know, slouched over, smirking a little bit, like kind of talking. You see his posture all of a sudden go like rigid and and, and his face goes very somber. Not somber, uh, serious. Yes, sir. Pleasure to meet you. Well, a pleasure to meet you. Uh, it's not often that they, uh, <clears throat> that you identify a lost child. <laughs> lost is perhaps the wrong word for it. Uh, a child out on... Mm, I think rumspring is not the right word. <laughs> Uh, old, old, old and durian. <laughs> uh, I'm a. I'm not so much lost if that is what my parents are saying, uh, as I have broken from them. I am, I am out on my own. Well, uh, the barony certainly believes you to be lost. I'm sure they do. And why do you think they believe you're lost? Uh, well, I did leave without informing them I was leaving. Well, perhaps... I think it's, frankly, more convenient to my father and mother that I were to be lost and not just uh, out here. Disgracing Last... them with my existence as usual. Mm. Last I heard, you you fled due to your shame. <laughs> due to my shame. It wasn't my shame. It was theirs. But that's fine. That's not... Uh... Let's not nitpick that. Um, no, I, I, I left of my own accord because living, frankly, what they were going to do to my younger brother, I couldn't stand for any longer, but I couldn't see any way to stop it. And the house had become untenable. Hmm. Well, they've grown quite popular with, the, uh, with your younger brother. He is, uh, I, you know, you know exactly what they're training him for. Mm-hmm. And the Duke has grown favorable of your people, of your family. Well, I would hope that my older brother and mine performance were enough, even though, right, I was shamed, apology. Uh, it's not like a, the most epic talked about situation or uh, event in the past 50 years of endurance, but it doesn't matter. As, as they say, pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, the contest is certainly a, uh, uh, 
certainly well known around the Quintarchy. I have only a few more questions about your family. I don't care necessarily that you fled home from Honduras. What I care about is that you are not here for other reasons. Mm. What do you view your parents' motives as? Do you believe your parents... What is their opinion of the Quintarchy? I don't know if they care particularly either way about the Quintarchy as long as they have standing somewhere at the top of it. <clears throat> so you would say that they are loyal to whoever gives them power? Loyal is a stretch. They are ambitious, egotistic, egomaniacal, dare I say, perhaps a little bit evil. Evil? Call the barony evil. <laughs> perhaps it's a situation of uh, having lived it, but... Your demeanor seems to have shifted quite quickly here. Why should I not bring you back to the barony? They have been seeking you out. It would do quite a lot for the role of Oxlin in Honduras, for relations. Tell me why I should not bring you back. Well, my lord, if you're at all familiar with the event that led to my shame, you know how valuable of an asset I can be for somebody who needs somebody perhaps unide un unidentified with them. And recently I find myself without an employer, so... Hmm. Well, which brings me to my next question. What do you think of Lord Aronson? man who spent his youth in Honduras? Yes. Well, I don't know if he has enough spine for the work he's set out for himself. Uh, however, he's certainly ambitious enough to desire control over his own lands. I'm not sure if he's looking for anything more, but it might be a possibility. And uh, I wouldn't call him incompetent by any stretch of the imagination. However, I would imagine, I think he doesn't see things as deeply as many people. Uh, in addition, I don't think he has what's been hot. Um, I think or, or perhaps just self-preservation stands in the way of that. And do you believe he still has contacts in the Enduran lands? Well, you say contacts. What do you believe his relation is to the Duke of Honduras? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, there was an Enduran... Um, I, I believe he was an explorer or, a, or some kind of... Uh, 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 kind of frontiersman, perhaps. Um, he seemed to own a company or a stake in something uh, down in... Southern Honduras. Uh, his name was, I think it was Renard. Yes, I have heard reports of Renard the Tabaxi. Yes. Who was at the feast. He is gone. Not able to question him. If I recall, he did say he was leaving. But no one was permitted to leave who was at that feast but you and your ventures. <clears throat> I suppose what I'm asking is do you think that? Lord Harrison would have any reason to dissent against the High Crown. I don't know if he's got the balls for that, sir. Um, I think he may not be happy with uh, the Trisexian leadership, however. I don't know. He, if you're asking if I think he has separatist or, or uh, secessionist notions, it doesn't seem that way. 
Fair. However, I've not done my due diligence on all of that. And then sort of uh, the general looks to kind of Dom Nall to ensure he's continuing to write at that point, kind of putting a little bit of a power stare um, for the only person in the room who's not his own man. Um, <clears throat> and then he looks back to you. So now that you've introduced yourself, Caliph Stormrain, presented your abilities. Why don't you tell me how you really met Scarlet? I met Scarlet here in Maginset in a town. Uh, we found uh, a posting for uh, into the human sacrifices that were going on here. Both of us needed money as well as my other companions. And uh, it seemed like a natural. Tell me a little bit more about her. Her understanding of Thieves' Cant, how she identified that symbol. It sounded like she had a rough upbringing. Hmm. Uh, uh, she has not given me reason to suspect that she has any form of actual underground contacts, however you may phrase that. Um, it seems more a product of, of where she grew up. So you believe her to be a criminal? I did not say that, no. I believe any child growing up on the streets would have to learn how to keep themselves around and alive, and learning some of how the underground operates would be an effective way to do that. She's a criminal. That's not what I said, no. Has she broken the law? Not since I've known her. Fair. Interesting. <clears throat> tell me... Tell me about the mask. The gray one? Yes. The Archdruid's mm. mask. Yes, we did see it originally on the Archdruid. Uh, after we captured him, it vanished at some point, and we found it again uh, in the swamp outside of Bracken Hill. Bracken Hill? I believe it's Bracken Hill. Okay. It, is, uh, uh, it, is about a, it is about a half day's journey from Bracken Glen, the, uh, the small hamlets nearby, uh, north of this city. Yes, I met, a, I met a, a Druid from there. He was like most Druids. Um... Yes, I fired him. <laughs> uh, that would have been my recommendation as well, based on the few moments I spent with him. Uh, we recovered it again uh, in the swamp outside of Brack Bracken Hill uh, before meeting that satyr we came into the city with. Do you trust the satyr? <laughs> no, not at all. However, I will say... He seems to be suffering from some form of uh, trauma or extreme stress. Uh, I would say that emotionally he doesn't seem well. Uh, we did learn that he was left alone for over a year. And uh, he did put in a few words, good words for the Archdruid, saying that his behavior um, in the human sacrifice and all that was very, very out of character. Um, we also did learn that the Seda had been around for over... Several thousand years, I believe. Well, they are long-lived. But he served the Archdruid. 
Which brings me to my next question. Like a... Sorry, go ahead. No, if you have more to say, please. It seemed like a um, relationship more of mutual benefit than service to one another. The Archdruid was attempting to get the satyr back home. And do you think he was capable of combat, stealth, assassination? The satyr? Yes. Well, I do know... Frankly, I don't know if he's quite capable of that with the way his faculties are at the moment, but uh, I do know that he has at least some ability in combat. We we found weapons that he used. Hmm. Um, do I think... I think it was very clear that he had not left that tower in a very long time. Hmm. Um, so I believe you understand what I'm implying. Did... Do you believe he stole the mask? If anything, I would say that the uh, mysterious man in yellow did. Tell me more about this man. <laughs> man is a strong point. That is a, a strong word, sorry. That is what Mandrake, the satyr, called him. Uh, he was a specter, a, a some kind of non-corporeal being, perhaps I'd call it. He was wrapped in a, in a yellow cloak and uh, was definitely capable of, of magic. Uh, we were able to, I don't know if we defeated him, but we were at least able to drive him off when he came after us at the tower. <clears throat> and that he kind of makes eye contact with the wood elf behind you, sort of likely making some kind of confirmations. So you found this mask in the swamp. At the beginning of it. The beginning of it. Maybe. Left as if waiting for someone. Hmm. Left as if waiting for someone. And do you have it on you? Your companion, Wiswick, you do not. It's in Timbers. It's in the pack on Timber. Cloak, cloak, back. This, it's with, with Timber. It's with the... Uh, yes, and I do have wolf. a warning to impart about it. The reason it's with the wolf. Um, when Wiswick touched it, it did some kind of, it, it tried to get him to put it on and, uh, instilled in him some kind of desire to keep getting at it. So we had to take it away from him and we kept it with the wolf. And were I to present it to you, or if you, you know, allow me to go get timber and bring it back, I would recommend treating it with all, all caution. I respect your... Honesty. Um, and I believe you. The gnome does seem reckless. <sighs> All right. If you do not have the mask, the dog has it. Is there anything else you would like to tell me? I think that's it. Sir, though I do hope that a uh, pragmatic man as yourself understands the need for continued discretion about myself. Oh, we will see about that. You're a young man. It is quite surprising that you've made it this far out of Storm Rain, which is a sign of your abilities. Now, 
you have offered your service in a certain way. We'll have to think about that and see where your companions lay on the spectrum of loyalties. But know that you'll be delving deeper into becoming a ghost if you do. That may not be the worst thing for me, my lord. Understandable. I hope to speak with you again. But you may return to your gnomish friend. Cal recognizes the dismissal, stands up, gives another curt, a much more, much curter bow. Hmm. Like it's not so much respectful anymore as it's just like the thing you're supposed to do. Grabs his hat and uh, reaches or holds his hands out for his swords. Which Amara looks to the general, waiting for it. General nods, returns your weapons. Uh, Cal, um, what is your passive perception? 12, I think. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's 12. Wiswick, I'd like you to give me a stealth check for Jet. You're muted, Clayton, by the way. Uh, hold on, I have to check his modifier. (laughs) (laughs) No bonuses? Oh, no, he gets plus two. So the total is 12. Uh, How do I usually do this? Okay, so then, um, Cal, you would have, just as you were leaving... Noticed out of the corner of your eye, in the window behind uh, <clears throat> the window behind the uh, the general, uh, a little familiar spastic uh, black uh, fiendish bat just flapping around the window. Okay, I give no notice that I've seen it, and I, I leave. Okay. All right, so you are brought back. You are thrown in with Wiswick. Wiswick, I'm assuming you come out of jet when you see that they've left. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you are deposited back with Wiswick. Amara quickly leaves. Is there anything the two of you would like to do before I move on to the next room? If it matters, uh, Cal's posture has gone back to that kind of like slouchy, like um, acting confident, sort of like. So, whimsical. I can't think of the word. So, so you didn't get the book, huh? <laughs> no, however, don't worry. It's certainly top of mind for the general. Um, as soon as Tim again, or as soon as I have access, I can bring it. it, it is, is the other woman still there? Like, uh, I'm kind of waiting. In- She's left at this point. Okay. So, um, Cal... What's the deal with that last bit, buddy? The the part with the scary ghost mentioning... Are you gonna die? What? Come on, you know I was listening. No, I... Well, now I do, but what scary ghost? You talking about the specter outside of the thing? That was a thing that happened. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. That last thing that the commander said is something... You're turning into a ghost? I gotta be honest, I, I'm usually good at this stuff. What the hell are you talking about? He did, <laughs> didn't understand the metaphor the, the commander, the general oh, was saying to you about if you continue working with the command, the general, you a ghost. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, meaty, no, 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 it's a metaphor. No, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. I mean, I just wanted to make sure you weren't cursed or anything. You guys were talking I... like there was some serious, like, deep lore about you that I didn't know. Like, is everything all right? He said something about you being chased by people. Do people yes, want you dead? Um, what? No, maybe. Um, my uh, mother and father, I suppose, probably want me to come back so they can uh, keep a closer eye on me. But it's not, um, I don't think it's that, uh, that critical, that threatening at the moment. Yeah, I guess we don't need to talk about it now, but it sounds like you fucked up. Um, uh, cutting over to, <laughs> smash it, sounds like you fucked up, to, to the knock, uh, the door opens in the other room. Um, I will say if there's anything, like, Quick, real quick, that any of you wanted to talk about, the three of you, Timber, Kiran, Scarlet, before being summoned, um, you did have that time alone. But... Kiran probably would have spent it uh, in like a type of uh, meditation, uh, worship, prayer. Mm-hmm. Unless someone disturbed him. Yeah, Timber. The cleric version of rooting. <laughs> exactly. Timber, I imagine, stayed in wolf form. All right. So the door is wrapped on and is opened. It opened. It is opened, uh, and opened it. Uh, and the uh, Amara points to Kiran and just says, "You." Without saying anything, Kiran follows her. Okay. So you are brought to the uh, <clears throat> the general's chamber. Same thing. You're sat down. Uh, I don't know if he would sit he'd stand next to it uh maybe even like pace around a little but he's not sitting easy enough um is the bat still uh the bat is technically still there um you would have to go back into it yeah i do do that okay do 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 um i'll ask you to make a uh perception check for jet advantage with hearing Mm-hmm. That's all you Thank your goodness, because my first one was a natural one. Wiswick's gonna know everyone's secrets, while no one knows anyone's secrets. <laughs> uh, the total is a twelve. I'm on a roll with these twelves. Okay, so I'd say you're you're you have some trouble hearing hearing some of it, so you don't get a perfect visage of what goes on. I'll let you know what you get from it at the end of the uh, interview. No problem. Okay. So the general looks to uh, Kiran as he doesn't sit. He sort of stares at him for a little while, expecting him to sit. And Kiran, uh, when he enters, will actually first motion to the wood elf in greeting. Who respond then, with a similar uh, wave. Dominal, just a look of recognition. And finally, a more like graceful bow to the general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Melissian in the Quintarchy. Could you please, for the record, as he gestures to Donald, state your full name? You may call me Curon. Curon. Do you have any other given names? I 
don't know if that concerns you. That statement makes me believe it concerns me. Do the affairs of Elysians concern you, John? The affairs of every nation in Gwen Valar concern me. And why would that be? Are you expecting... You are a military leader, are you not? That is correct. And what would a military be lead leader be doing in a small, quiet town such as Maginset, I wonder? Well, there is a new king, and there have been troubles in these lands. He wants someone here he trusts. Indeed, on our way back, we encountered a band of bandits burned down a farmhouse. Troubling times, it seems. The roads are not safe. The king in Meadowin prefers his feasts over protecting his people, and King Heinrich does not like that. Then I would say your King Heinrich is a good king. The defensive one's people should come paramount. This brings me back to my question. You know that you are concealing. Curran is pausing intentionally. I'm not frozen. Mm -hmm. My family name is Lestana. Even though he has a note taker, he writes that down personally himself. <clears throat> There's not much of your people. We only get a few visitors. Briefly, rarely, and they keep away from our cities. So what brings Elysian as yourself as far south? I seek knowledge, General. What sort of knowledge? You are aware of Obviously, the Morsia conflict that ravaged our countries. I wonder if there is a way to reverse some of the damages caused. Sounds an awful lot like what Olin was studying, from what I've gathered. Indeed, you can say that our interests were aligned. However, he fell to the temptations of a dark power, I believe. Would that be this mask I've heard so much about? The mask, yeah, and the messenger that delivered. I'm sure your captain, motioning to the world, um, has already informed you of the aberration my party encountered in the swamps of Bracken Hill. Yes, the, uh, as your compatriot said, the man in yellow. Mm. Though he was no man, as I'm sure they've also told Yes. So tell me. Tell me more about why you left a land that is familiar with worshipping a dead god. 
if I may, how familiar are you with Alicia and our people? As you stated, I'm a military man. I know as much as I can. I know of those that patrol your mountains and this few passageways into the valley. I know it is nigh impossible to invade or to come from the north at the shores. But inside, as much as any other scholars in the Quintarchy, you worship dead god, Ilivania. As Indeed. dead as the Ashkeeper. I... Yes, well, they say that her spirit lives on through our Queen Ayla. Yes, and her undying court. Indeed. And you serve this undying court? I serve Iluvana, no other. I sense um, conflict there. Conflict? I haven't the faintest idea what you mean. Give me a general persuasion check. Two. Okay. <laughs> uh, you've grown close to the druidess Wyla, it seems. Yes, I always find I can connect with those who answer to a higher calling. And what do you think of her? I believe her good of heart. She came to join Orlin, as she explained to me, uh, given his uh, knowledge of, or his hope to revitalize the Feywild, as I'm so understand. Why should we trust her if she came to serve him? And he has done such terrible things. You make a good point, but would you blame all those under the current king of um, this, uh, or the current duke? I'm sorry, I'm not quite familiar with your hierarchies. Uh, the leader of Tresix, yes, the one that you said is uh, living in opulence with his feast. Would you blame all those under him for his wrongdoings? Perhaps there's an idea of complicity in a lot of this. She worships dead god. Her master sought the resurrection of that dead god. What's to stop her from falling prey to that same darkness? And what's to stop you? At this, Kiran kind of like turns his back a little to, um, and what's to stop any of us from ever doing anything evil? The individual, General. King Heinrich. This is not like the cults of the dead gods. We have seen increased 
incidents. What I say is, be careful in these lands. So openly worshipping a dead god. You've given me no reason to distrust you. Some of your companions have. Particularly a gnome. Yes, well, Wiswick has a way with people. <laughs> he told me he had trouble keeping you lying. <laughs> yes, well, he... I'm not sure if he told you, he keeps a list of... Um, what is he praying? I believe it is. Um, he's quite fond of playing these little games. Um, and he very much likes complicity, if you will, with his pranks. Uh, to which I understand the jovialness. I do not necessarily condone his actions. What would he be concerned with you lying about? Who knows what that one... I can never keep the things he says straight. When I first met him, he claimed to control the weaves of magic. But... The more I see and learn, I re similar to me, he's still... learning the ways of magic. Though his true stuff, whereas mine powers come from the divine Ilyvana. And you're certain of that? Of what, General? Of where your magic comes from. You use magic, correct, General? I, I am learned. Do you mind if I ask how you've come by your powers? Your magic, study, divine. Have you made a pact with an otherworldly being? Oh, I've certainly avoided pacts in my life. Uh, Besides, no. to your king. <laughs> well, otherworldly pacts. My magic is learned. I've studied. When you get to a certain age as a soldier. You've seen enough battle to understand the value of having more than just the sword on your side. And when you use your magic, do you, what do you feel? Uh, <clears throat> I feel, give me a persuasion check. See if this uh, general has been lulled into reverse interrogation. <laughs> 17. Ooh. All right. Um, he, you actually notice he, he seems to look away. And um, I'd say you have is like the, the first, like, he's been fairly stolid and fairly consistent as you've known, known him over the last couple days or last week. And this is a moment where his, the mask breaks a little and he sort of looks off and he's clearly recalling and thinking of, of, of what 
that feeling. Well, though I am no wizard of Cadillan, I there's a sense of power. There's a sense of control, domination. What do you feel? When I use my gift given to me by Levan, I feel nothing but warm spreading through me. The need to heal and bring hope to those that live on the edge of darkness. Within me, I feel to right wrong that have befallen this land. I did not get the chance to ask Orlin what he felt, but I have a feeling in the later year of his life, his connection to magic had become tainted by a chained god. A chained god. Indeed. The Pallid King. I believe he goes by. I have never heard of this deity. Neither have I until the past week. Do you believe this is... Who this specter in yellow followed? I do. It all makes sense. He brought the pallid mask to Orlin who, as such, sacrifices, human sacrifices, to sate the chain. When I spoke with the satyr Mandrick, who I'm sure you haven't named, but he must be well aware. Mandrick said, swore that the Ash Keeper would never deign to ask for a blood sacrifice. That was not the Ash Keeper's way, nor was it the Font Mother, I believe, was his paramount. No, the actions of the Archdruid did not connect with what I know and what I've heard of the Ash Keeper. And this name, this mysterious new chain god, Pallid King, you said? Indeed. How did you come upon this legend law? We found a book in the basement of the uh, Archdruid's longhouse after we subdued him. It was outside where they had been keeping Wayla, inside of which the cell she was at, she had carved strange writings and ruins it spoke of a one with the pallid map i'm no expert of course but i fear the conflict that ravaged our continent may not be completely over You've given me much to think about. It's been 2,000 years since the conflict, as the stories go. 
What do you think your queen feels when she touches the magic of Lilivania? I can't imagine to know. With this, Kiran turns to the door. Is there anything else, General? Is it true that she is undead? She has lived for epochs. All I can tell you is that there is a woman clothed in white who stands, floats, if you will, in a font of magic and claims to speak for Illy. As she has for centuries. You've given me much to think about. And uh, <clears throat> Amara steps aside and opens the door to lead you back to the uh, the cell with Timber and Scarlet. You mean with, with Kira or Cal? No, he brings he bring, they actually bring him back straight Rest. to you guys. Oh, okay. Um, Wizwick. I'd say in that encounter, you heard, <clears throat> you particularly heard the things that Kiran spoke about Alicia, um, and you heard the, particularly I'd say what really caught your attention through Jet was the conversation on magic that happened with Kiran asking about what you feel and vice versa through to the end when uh, the general asked him about Queen Ayla. So I didn't hear the japes at me, and I didn't hear his last name. You did hear the japes at you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kiran, you are brought back to the room with Timber and Scarlet. Um, Amara whistles when she gets in and looks down at you, Timber. <laughs> uh... Timber gets up and just kind of like puts his turns his head, like she she starts because she's not fully in the the generals know she just starts like like clapping her thigh and like and whistling. All right, yeah, t t Timber's gonna slowly trot over and just look at her. She attempts to put a collar and leash on you. Timber just backs away. <sighs> she puts her hands up and just starts to walk and gesture for you to come with her. Yeah, all right. And then, yeah, yeah. now I start walking with her. <laughs> so you're <laughs> the DM's challenge of DMing with a good boy. Uh, <laughs> you are brought slowly but surely um, to the uh, the room with the general where she like awkwardly is like, Walk. I walk. Come in. on, come on, boy. Uh, as the general just sort of looks at you as you walk in and just just stares at you. Hey, Timber just looks at him and just turns his head like. <laughs>
<laughs> just stares at you, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> I just shift my head to the other side. Oh, you are—you are, you are a, uh, as they say, a good boy. Do you really think no one told me? Uh, I, I uh, walk over to where there's a little bit more space, and then I shift into a hybrid. Um, he, just, uh, just to, he just watches to... very. The the general, just for reference, kind of leans forward, almost coming up out of his seat as he watches it happen. Okay. I was wondering how long I could last, but uh, hold on one one second, and then I actually go into uh, humanoid. Ah, there's the man. Yes, it's not exactly pretty, but this'll do. Well, I appreciate your forthrightness. Granted, uh, both my captain saw you, and Domno spoke of you transforming at the, uh, the feast. Yes, that is why I figured I could not play the, the wolf card. I uh, temper sits down. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you finally. And you as well. Tell me, what is your name? It is uh, Timber, of course. Timber. Timber. Just Timber. Just Timber. Hmm. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you been afflicted with lycanthropy, and what is the nature of your affliction? I'd have to say probably around three months. Not long. Three months. So this is new. This is quite new. It was not... Let's see. I was unwilling. This was brought upon me. Via disease or magic? I... From what I can recall, some sort of ritual. I cannot tell you which god or... or who. What about your life before? Simple life. Wife. Children. They're alive. Yes. I believe so. And where are you and where are they where are they now? Well, my children are currently in Cabello. Ah. And your wife? She was taken. Taken? Taken. From Cabello? No. From people... When was she taken? Probably... Eh... Month, month or 
month and a half ago. So after your transformation. Correct. I never actually got this. Timber pauses right there. Mm. Yeah. Well, tell, tell me, General. I have a question for. I know this is for your information, but what do you know of? The Highland Syndicate. The Highland Syndicate. Yes. Is that who took your your wife? That that would be correct. Well, that's not surprising. Cabello is a settlement on the edges of the ruination. The Highland Butchers are known for terrorizing these communities. It's a bit out of my jurisdiction, though I suppose I may learn much coming here to trust. From what I know, the Highland Syndicate, they operate in Zvalwald and Tresix. You'd have to ask more the local authorities. Mm. Did you have in this simple life issues with an organization like the Highland Syndicate? No. Surprisingly. Not that I'm Timber. aware of. Yes. Where are you from? That you settled in Cambeo? I told you I've lived in Cambeo. Your whole life? Yes. What happened to you that brought you? Do you remember anything about what was happening when you were afflicted? I was out traveling to Drak with a shipment of alchemic supplies, and I was uh, knocked unconscious. Do you remember anything about your assailants? My assailants? The ones who knocked you out and took you? No. However, the ones who made me this way and the ones who knocked me out were different individuals. So it was not, as you said, the Highland Syndicate that Performed. made you this way. No. Hmm. Interesting. I believe I've gone 
a bit distracting. You are an interesting fellow. He pauses for a while. He knew he was getting a person in this interview, but he was not expecting this. So he's... Mm -hmm. Tell me a bit more about your companions and how someone with your affliction came about these folk. What drew you from Cabello? So, what drew me was, uh, as you can probably guess, my wife was taken as a, uh, I look at my form, as a now beast, I can't exactly go back to my children. Who takes care of your children? Currently, my, my wife's brother, brother-in-law. In he's, he's a guard captain by the name of Linhart. Linhart. He made a report to you, if you have. Hmm. I will look into that for sure. How did you meet Scarlet? The, the day my wife was taken, Scarlet rescued my child from a burning building. You've been traveling with since then? Timber realizes that, like, right when he said that, he's like, oh, shit, like, that didn't stick to plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, yes. You trust her? She has done nothing but good so far. I know nothing of her past. However, I do know it seems to be a dark one. She seems to be doing well for having such a hard life. I cannot say. I do not know it. And what do you think the captain or the general starts, or sits up, recalibrates himself uh, very clearly, like trying to keep himself on task because um, he's fascinated by you. <clears throat> And what do you think of what has happened in this town? What do you think of Lord Harrison in the troubles? The more information we get, uh, the more interesting it becomes. At first, I thought it was just a man thriving in power, wanting to revive his dead god. The more information we got from the satyr about that aberration giving the mask to the archdruid and how 
that has driven him crazy. Whether or not he's telling the whole truth or part of the truth. Um, it's a, a complicated one nonetheless. Like I said, I thought it was initially some some random asshole for bet that just wanted to thrive in power. And what do you think of this savior, servant of Orlin? To be honest, I don't know much. Um, I do know that he seems to have been through some sort of trauma. based on how he has been speaking to us or tell me more about this mask it went missing and you recovered it in this swamp that is correct who do you believe stole it if not the satyr killed one of their guards I... sifted through i don't believe the satyr would be capable of such task. He seems kind of clumsy when it comes to sneaking around. I do believe it could have been that aberration. Very whiskey, hard to see. Um, I don't know. It seemed very odd to me, however. That is my best theory so far. Oh, yes. Your Endurin friend said that you had the mask. I, that you would be giving it to me. I do. Uh, I've seen if this theory of the mask is true. What are your plans with it? Before I give it over. Well, uh, give me a persuasion check. Eighteen. All right. The uh, the general <clears throat> sort of looks to each of his compatriots. Well, will we wish to study it? understand it if what your allies have said to be true it may be a key to understanding larger goings-on if you will and perhaps in some sense you may believe it is safer amongst a band of adventurers from distant lands all susceptible to it as I've already been told by your allies, your gnome almost fell prey to it. That is correct. That's, that is why it is with me. I had to rip it from his hands. Well. And the same reason, in, well, as, as you are the one with magic, as I could tell, who's, who's to say you wouldn't do the same? Wiswick said the same thing when uh oh i want to study it i 
Apologies. Cannot assure you of any of this, as you cannot assure me the other way. Lord, I can assure you, Monk, if the mask would come with us, or with me, is that it will certainly be under much thorough, much more thorough protection, much more thorough accountability. Um, are the other two guards in this room? The wood yes. elsa? Uh, Timber looks over at both of them. Okay. I'll hand it over. I believe Wiswick made a deal with you. He was very adamant about that. Yes. No made a deal with me, and I shall uh, gift him what he seeks. Understood. If you really <laughs> have no idea or can provide me with more information on these cults that are taking individuals, do you really not have any information? About the Highland Syndicate. Not necessarily the Highland Syndicate. Oh. Well, at the end of these interviews, you and your companions will have proven yourselves either trustworthy or not. If what I believe, if I believe you to be trustworthy, then perhaps we can work together more on this. And more information can be yielded to you about the goings-on. That would be very helpful. I look forward to working with you. Time will tell. You see, he nods back to the wood elf, who kicks themselves off the wall and comes comes over with uh, what appears to be a dark box. Um... Uh, made of a metal substance uh, that they set on the table and opened the top up to and the uh, general the mask uh, I reach into my pocket pull it out give it one little glance over and then put it in the box you notice when you take it out it has that similar weight you felt when you first put it away Look at it for a brief moment and hold your stare for a bit uncomfortably. It's deeply uncomfortable for you to even be looking at it. As you place it away, drops heavily into the box. The uh, wood elf closes and locks the box up, picks it up and walks back to the back of the room. Please always have another individual in the same room when studying the mask. Well, I sure to make note of that for all studies in the future. You've done a great service for the Quintaki here. And we'll go a long way in our favorable relationship. Thank you, General. Unless you have anything else to tell me. 
I will speak with your rogue. Your no. Scarlet. <laughs> your Scarlet. He said your Scarlet. <laughs> no. Your whippersnapper. No. <laughs> Set this all. Gestures for you to exit. Um, Amara leaves the door and leads you back. He, um, before, right when she or, uh, opens the door, is there any uh, civilians out or guards outside here? Uh, there are guards. I don't they've... want to scare them. At the end of the day, Timber, the whispers have gotten through the barracks of oh. what you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but if, walks, if it walks makes up. you more comfortable no that, that is okay <laughs> <laughs> Amara kind of rolls her eyes and starts leading you you through um, as you're walking back all she all she said she does say just briefly you did good was it did, did everybody not do good? <laughs> uh, also, Timber notes, please watch over the general if he is to look at that mask. It is the charge of my life to watch over the general. You've done well. Your friends, they did okay. Oh, okay. And brings you back, opens the door. Zoom. She looks to you, Scarlet. It's his time. How much of that did I hear? I'm assuming all of it. Roll perce uh, perception check. Ugh. I thought you were just going to let me get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a nine. That's not very good. Ooh, you pretty much didn't catch any of it. Uh. You, you, saw, you saw Timber turn into Timber. Uh, so uh, delete these notes. <laughs> um, uh, you all you really would know is that Timber definitely gave the mask over. Um, that he uh, turned into his form, of course, and that he, uh, yeah, he really didn't pick up. It was hard to hear through his accent, um, <laughs> but uh, you did not pick up any of uh, Timber's story. Scarlet. I thought I heard something about a Pyland syndicate. Sounded delicious. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right, Scarlet. Amara leads you in. Captain gives you a nod, gestures towards the stool. Would you take a seat? What is your name in full? My name is Scarlet Ceruli. Scarlet Ceruli. Interesting name. Where are you from? I'm from Oxland. So you said before. Where in Oxland? Small town, um, Sindermeyer. Sindermeyer? Mm. I know that town. But do you? Yes. Who's your do god you? of worship? Uh, I'm not particularly religious, but I did worship the smith trap. 
Smith check. It makes sense. Cinder Myers, mining town, many craftsmen there. First soul is certainly worshipped there. Is your father and mother involved in the crafts there? My father was. Father was a blacksmith. Blacksmith. My mother died. It's a shame. Cindermeyer. Daughter of a smith from Cindermeyer. All the way over here in the Tresex. Who's also spent time in Endurus. And who knows codes of criminal organizations. Interesting life you've led. It's very interesting. How did you make your way to Endurus? Well, as we said, my my mother died, so there wasn't a lot left for me. So I decided to set. I like to travel. It was too small. Certainly, there was a promising apprenticeship with your father. Smithing wasn't for me. Any siblings? Brother. Your father and brother still in Cindermire. As far as I know. When's the last time you saw them? Been quite some time. Years. Hmm. So again, you're in Endurus, where you met Cap. Charming, is Certainly. Tell me more about your time spent with Cal. Well, we were what you call private investigators. Hmm. Had a lot of odd jobs. One in a lot, a lot uh, of jobs. One in particular was uh, to retrieve some stuff. Some gold that was stolen. Mm-hmm. Who hired you for this job? A woman named Kane. What she look like? Oh, well, it's been quite some time. You know, details go. Memory doesn't serve, but if I recall. Wasn't so long ago. Well. Last year, right? Before the gloaming. Yes. What does she look like? She was tall. And. She had blonde hair, I think it was. <laughs> yes. Now, a woman named Caffeine, where did she live in Endurance? 
I believe her shop was on Blue Street. Yes. And some gold was stolen from her. Yes. Did she alert the local authorities? She did, but they didn't get the job done fast enough. Did you work with the local authorities? I think we tried. We tried to, but Cal and I were faster. But I really want to know about this story. Sure. How you came about the knowledge of these ciphers, these criminal ciphers. Well, when you work in tracking down criminals, you see things and you learn things. So your time leaving your Smith father, brother, has been spent tracking criminals down. Noble work, don't you think? And where did you work primarily? Where? Where? You said in Endurus. She went straight for Endurus from Cindermire. Didn't spend any other time in Oxland, say. Christian? No, I've never had the pleasure. Well, so I'm speaking with another noble corrector of crime. Must say, criminals these days, they are so different than the scabbers from the past. Just, they used to be simple. You catch someone smuggling in some gold or jewels from the Gwyn Empire, or you catch someone who's stealing to feed their family. It's easy. Now he says, these criminals, they think so highly of themselves. They form these grand machinations. Don't you agree? I'm not sure I understand you. Now, in my experience, someone like yourself must have spent many jobs with the underworld. They developed these ciphers, as you will. Some of them purport themselves to be lords and ladies. And that they might be something more than just scum. Wouldn't you agree? Holding court with the scabbers. Who does the name William Mason mean to you? What is the name of? If I said nothing. Is that your answer? I knew from the moment I walked, you weren't going to what you said. And why did you lie? Thought comes, comes naturally. Done. 
What is the name William Mason mean? The king. Sort of king. Criminal. And how do you know the William? How do you know the name William Mason? I'm just going to take off the glove on my left hand. You can cut out for that last part. Oh, I'm going to take off the glove on my left hand and I'm going to show it. The scar on my finger. Lady of the court. Lady of the court. Not anymore. A few months Why? Ago. That. How much do you know? Oh, I know a lot about the court. So then you would know of the rite of passage. I've heard. They asked me to do something I simply could not do. I ran. It's uncommon. Those of the court to escape. How did you escape? I'm sure you know. It's skilled with a dagger. I fought my way. You fought your way out. said this was a couple months ago. Grisham. How do you know? I've seen the wanted posters. They used to disappear, you know. Guards still saw them, but they don't notice these sorts of things. Unless forced. You'd see a court member See their face one day, the posters are gone the next. But yours stayed. Woman. Gray skinned. Fiery hair. Why did you leave the court? What does the name Blood Raven mean to you? I never got to use it. Is what court used You mean you never got to use it to murder people? You never got to use it to and get information. That's your brother. I'm assuming you know all about him. Oh, I don't. I thought he was a lad in Cindermire. One day. 
Your friends seem to trust you. Do they know? You. I would like to stay. That's behind. Well, we'll see about that. I've garnered as much information as I could from your friends. And I'm unsure if I, I can trust you. I will give it to you that you fled the court. And they said you've done good. Is that something you want? Do good. To do good. What I want is to and I'll do whatever it is. How did the mask end up in the swamp? I didn't hear you there. Hey. I don't know. Give me a deception check. I'm so scared. <laughs> so scary. Ten. A god is put down. Murdered. The mask disappears. There are two suspects. A satyr and a wisp of smoke. But it was a knife that slit his throat. And there are a few assassins in this town. Why should I trust you? In the swamp. That you did. He nods to Amara, who comes over <clears throat> and just sort of taps you on the shoulder to stand up. Take her back to the friends. I have much to think about. There will be close eye kept on you as long as I can. No one really leaves the core. And as you're led out of the room by Amara, Lord Scarlet, someone is operating under that name. Black Raven. Curious. Take her away. And Amara leads you back to uh, to your friends. 
as uh, Wizwick. Yep. Yeah, Clayton's holding his dice. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, for that information. Oh my god, it's cocked in between my desk. Reroll it, reroll it, reroll it. <laughs> reroll it, cocked is to reroll. Cock your 15, baby. Oh. 15, baby. Okay. That's uh, it. Yeah, it's 15. All right. So. Yeah, 15. So you hear most of that. Uh, you hear. Lisa, what do you hear? What do you hear? <laughs> <laughs> this is how. Cal- 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 just shaking. Keep making bat like, noises. <laughs> <laughs> um. You, yeah, I mean, a 15, that's that's similar to how much you overheard from uh, uh, from Cal's. I mean, you're, I'd say you don't hear everything exactly. You would hear a shift in conversation. Um, you would hear, I'd say what you can pull from that conversation is that you, you would have heard the, the term Crimson Court and that Scarlet used to be a member of the Crimson Court. Just want to be clear, you didn't say Crimson Court once. Like, it was just Lady of the Court. No, no, it was Crimson Court. No, but I, but I didn't. But we never said it, though, did we? I think you did. Well, regardless, the court. You would mm-hmm. heard that she was part of the court. She's part of the judicial system. Yeah, she's no, a yeah, judge. She's, she's no, a judge. Um, and that Jury and that and executioner. Um, and that you would also have. I am the law. Sorry, so, I had to yeah. say. Oh, thank you. She's part of the court. <laughs> um, that that uh, she's no longer part of the court, and that you would have heard the interaction about the mask, where the general sort of questioned her there, and she held her wall up. So nothing about brothers. Nothing about with William. Nothing about writing no, passages. You would have heard the name William Mason because he said it several times, um, and you would have heard the term Blood Raven in regards okay. to yeah. That that hits all the marks with me. I'm happy with this. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you are brought back, um, Amara says to you all. You are free to go. The captain, captains, and the general will be keeping an eye on you. Uh, do not leave without speaking to us. We have learned much in these interviews. She's gathered you all together for this. Uh, how can we get in contact if we need it? Would you be stationed here? We will be stationed here. Amara... Myself, Amara, and Velen, the Wood Elf. What was the Wood Elf's name? Sorry. Velen, Captain Velen. We will be stationed here. There will be a garrison coming from Oxland to help stabilize the region. But until they come, we may need some help. Whether the General has perceived you to be trustworthy enough for that, we will have to wait. But if you are to go anywhere, we would appreciate notice. We'd like to know who is moving through this country in these dire times. You may stay in the Lord's Hall under the protection of the general. Good um, 
I still have some questions and we have unfinished business with yes. the general. Yes, 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 yes. Of course. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Your gnomish friend will meet you outside <laughs> in the courtyard. Uh, Wiswick, you are led over where the general kind of, when you're brought into the room, is like, <sighs> all right. <laughs> and he gets his book and he flips through it and he holds it out to you and he shows you, um, actually, no, he do, that's not how he does it. I'm sorry, I messed that up. He puts his hand on the book and he says, I've prepared some scrolls for a number of spells for you to choose from. I believe we agreed you may pick two. Now, he reaches into the drawer and he pulls out a stack of scrolls that he shows to you that you may pick two from. Yeah, there are <laughs> there are uh, four of them there. How one of, high do they go up? Oh, like like how high? <laughs> like like can you see all of them? <laughs> you know, he's gonna hand you one at a time and take it back. Um, so this one, and the first one he hands you is the Misty Step spell. Uh, the second one he hands you is the uh, rope trick spell. Who is this guy? <laughs> General Dawson out rope trick? Give me a break. Does Wizard say that? <laughs> yeah! Wizard The third one uh, that he presents to you is... Um, Wish. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a bunch of second level spells and then wish. <laughs> uh, is Flaming Sphere. Ooh. I like that one. Um, and I then think... the, the fourth one is... Um... Don't, don't, don't uh, tell me it right away. Because okay. I think I remember specifically asking something that dispels curses and or dispels magic. Oh, did you actually specifically ask for that? Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, the general does not know those. Damn it! He lied! <laughs> he did lie. The general lying to us? Never. But he'll, okay. have, he'll have something to say about that at the end. And then the fourth one, Liam and Tiny Hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like things. Well, the, the thing about it is definitely not Leomond. Screw that guy. He has no shit about magic. This is my <laughs> tiny hut. Wizwick's tiny hut. Going, it better be Wizwick's tiny hut. Nobody ever better call it anything else. Uh, so, yeah, I get two of those, right? Yes. Well, I'm definitely thinking about Flaming Sphere and Tiny Hut. But I'm willing to take suggestions from the chat. Ooh, <laughs> the chat. What should he take? Oh, so I, those in chat, if you want to give your opinions, Wiswick has the choice between uh, picking two spells from um, Lehman's Tiny Hut, Flaming, Spe uh, Flaming Sphere, um, Misty Step. 
Rope Trick, and Misty Step. And I'm only going to read the first person who posts a spell, so you better hurry up. Bracken Hut. <laughs> Bracken Hut. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's 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 now it's now yeah Bracken's tiny hut. That's what it is. <laughs> yep, Misty Step and Bracken Hut. I kind of agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> Misty Step. I mean, I'm so anti-violence. I have like no good big old spells. All right, maybe it's flaming sphere. Yeah, you flame... went first to attack at almost every engagement. What are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic missile. Um, yeah, magic missile, good solid. Start. I mean, I will say, Misty Step seems like a Wizwick spell. Misty Step is definitely good. Yeah, utility. it's very you. Okay, I believe I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you yours and Beamer 88's advice. And hit up the Misty Step and the Tiny Hut. Fantastic. So the general swiftly takes the other two scrolls away and uh, tells you, you and your compatriots have done good work, and I'm happy to have provided you with these magical spells. There may be more in store for you in the future if you continue doing good work. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. Maybe you'll get me what I ask for next time. Well, I am in good standing with the wizards in Kerdolen. Perhaps I can get something from them for you. But you have to continue proving your value. Well, that won't be a problem. <laughs> I hope you know by now of our capabilities. Yeah, quite capable. Well, I'll be speaking with, with, with a lot of you, or there will be a message from me soon. Wonderful. I await your message with, um... Bated breath. Yeah, that. Bated breath. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, you're all led out to the exterior of the, uh, <clears throat> the, um, the barracks, um, where Mara leaves you there, um, and you're free to return to wherever you want to go or debrief, whatever you want to You're do. We won't do, we won't do, country. we won't do too much tonight because it's already 1042. But if there's any last things you all want to do before we end. So you all exit sort of, everyone's been somewhat exposed to a certain extent. Uh, don't know how each of you feel about it, but it is certainly stoic as you leave the, uh, the barracks. Except Wizwick who's staring at his scrolls. Well, that went about as well as I thought it would go. How is uh, everyone feeling? He didn't ask me about the mask. See, and that's, see these, it's small victories. <laughs> I say, patting uh, Kiran on the shoulder. <laughs> did you, uh, did you provide questions with questions? As any good, um, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I... Good job. Uh, of course. Um, I like to be open and honest with everybody. Yes, I saw I was you. spying on absolutely all of you, except oh. for Timber, because I kind of fell asleep. Oh, good. <laughs> Wiswick, what did you hear? Uh, I'd rather keep that a secret. What did I you mean... hear? Uh-oh. But, 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 but... <laughs> 
stuff, you know, names and places and people's names. What and... names? Um, I don't want to say anything. Imagine Wizwick's gonna misty step away, yeah. except he doesn't learn the <laughs> spell yet. <laughs> Uses the scroll up to misty step away. <laughs> Invisibility. So Wizwick goes invisible. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I'm just Wizwick. going invisible. Wizwick goes Wizwick. invisible, and you certainly hear him running off towards the wall. <laughs> the pitter patter of gnomish steps. <laughs> the pitter patter of of Wizwick. <laughs> I, uh, I pat I pat Scar on the arm and I'm like, you know, I think it's fine. Out of everyone, I, he's he could cause a lot of damage, like physically, but I think I think he'll be fine. Plus, he'll just be at the Lord's Hall, so like we'll just catch up with him. <laughs> yeah, he's not going for it. He's got nowhere to go. How did your conversation go, Cal? I say as we're walking back. Mm-hmm. Oh, it went pretty well. Um, you know, straightforward. Uh, where were you? Who you? Who you? Who do you know? That kind of thing. Did he believe the you believe the word that you said? Ah, oh, I believed a lot of the words that I said. Mm. Uh, I judge by your reaction, perhaps not so well for you. No. No, not well. And Wiswick knows more than he should. Ah, well, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I, he's, um, I think, I think he's genuinely a good gnome, you know. It's not information I, that he should. I throw a friendly arm around Scar because, well, and Kieran, I guess, and I'm like, you know what, friends? I really think it'll be all okay. And all we got to do is keep our heads down, and if they come for us, fight our way out. Which so far we've been pretty good at. So. And as Cal leads you all yeah. <laughs> quite confidently back to the Lord Harrison's hall to to sup and uh, and eat and uh, go into the night, uh, having revealed quite a bit to the, uh, the the Lord the General, either through direct admission or uh, in a roundabout way, you are uncertain what will come next, as the Lord. <clears throat> digest this material and you sit together each of you having talked somewhat about where you fr- you're from that you haven't talking you haven't spoken about that in a long time so each of you sort of in your minds are thinking about what am i really doing out here why am i in this backwoods town in tresix where do i need to go next and that's where we'll end tonight backstory episode it's a backstory episode it was really cool uh it was great great episode thank you for joining us have a great time